Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Spawncast, episode 301. We have some pretty fun stuff to talk about tonight. I think OJ will probably pop in randomly as we go along here, but I did did assemble actually basically the entire crew for this. So this is this is gonna be fun. We got Max over here on my left, start from left to right. How we doing, Max Dreamcast guy? Uh, I'm here to hate on Callisto. <laughs> Good, 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 <laughs> good. Uh, then we have Jordan, Jordan French. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Good to have Jordan here. We have Miss Click. Hi, I'm here. Miss Click is here. Miss Click is here. Exciting mm -hmm. stuff we got. We have MVG. Hello, hello. It's great to be here. Got RGT, Sean. Hello. Sean here. We have Nate the Hate. I am, I am here. We got Evan. Yeah. And our guest tonight is Randall Thor 19. Rand, how we doing? Hey, thanks for having me on again. It's it's been quite a while. It's we were, always good to be uh, on the show, though. We wanted to have the Xbox event announced that everyone was like basically throwing out there as it's probably going to happen in the first two months of the year. Well, maybe you should have waited so. the two weeks, and I could have been on here to talk about what they actually showed. No, well, maybe we can have you back on after oh. they do their showcase, and we can yeah. go back over everything. I need I need Rand here to back me up. All right, because. He's, some of these Xbox haters on this podcast, all right. Let you know, it's you. funny because when I, whenever RGT makes a video hating about Xbox, there are people that DM me saying, RGT's talking smack about Xbox, and I'm just like, I don't, whatever. It's fine. Every week. I've Every said, week. I've said plenty of positive things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, there's a, a little-known secret. A little-known secret about, well, yeah, but I, I, I mean, I slapped around Pentiment, too. A little-known secret Ooh. about RGT is his most played system is my Xbox Series It's X. his Xbox Series X, True. and no yeah. one knows that about him. That is his I'm... most played system. Yeah, it is. It's really funny. <laughs> uh, but, hey, you know what? Been there since the beginning. Excited to see Xbox get rolling again in 2023. So we'll be talking about that Xbox Direct. We'll be talking about Ubisoft because they were in the news for not positive stuff. They, they kind of seem like they're in actual trouble, like oh, legitimate yeah, trouble. Screwed. So we'll talk about uh, Ubisoft there, and we do we do have that ach the achievements trophy conversation that was going on. Specifically, uh, a developer for achievements, I think it was Mirror's Edge, said that they they believe that they were bad for gaming. So I, I had some questions about that one, and we'll also talk about Clister Protocol because uh, well, not looking too good for that one either. And I'm actually shocked at some of the numbers getting thrown around that I I have to imagine are incorrect, but we'll. I guess we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We do also have a sponsor tonight. That's Factor. Shout out to Factor. We'll talk more about them later on in the show. Evan, did you want to start us off with a Discord question? Have you ever played a ROM hack slash heavily modded game? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Cool. There, were, there were Pokemon ones I used to play way back in the day on my PC. That was fun. Like, the people would do all kinds of stuff to those. Um, yeah. People people make new games. I this uh last year I played through multiple Pokemon hacks that are I mean they feel like completely new full Pokemon games. They're great. I guess I guess would you consider a a, a translation where they actually have to go in and change the graphics and different things in the game itself outside just the text cuz sometimes they'll have to do things with speech bubbles and all of that. Would you would you consider that a substantial oh, yeah. ROM hack? I personally yeah i know they split I mean, up. it makes it, it makes it playable yeah i mean i i guess because otherwise it like i there was one i used to play way back in the day it was an old dragon ball z game and the text was all messed up and it would go outside the speech bubbles and it wasn't set up for uh, going from japanese to english so i, I don't know that, that you gotta it's go in you gotta, 
It's gotta, not a fun one, though. Uh, I guess. You gotta tool around with all the different graphical stuff. Uh, it seems like it's almost there. But, like, they're not, I guess they're not changing out, like, assets or characters or building a whole new game. The best ones were the, um, the No Mercy hacks back in the day. Those were where they would do texture packs and they would have move packs and all that sort of stuff. Back in the day, <laughs> this is a little known secret. I used to simulate matches of No Mercy with like all the texture packs, and I would be a commentator. I would never show my face on camera, but I would commentate the matches and upload them onto YouTube. That channel's long fucking gone. I wish I could find it. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. That's actually a fun concept for a channel, though. Is it still up? Because we have a lot of people in chat who could probably deep dive that. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not up. That that's that's a good that's that's a very original a idea, actually. Can you give us a sample yeah. of what it sounded like? I'm kind of curious. No, it's, it's, okay. Yeah. Just imagine me doing a Max voice, and that's pretty much what it sounds like. <laughs> like the voice for radio. I'm Max. The voice oh, for just radio. Doing like, oh man, oh from the top rope, here it comes Undertaker. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. You have another Discord question for us, Evan? Which do you prefer, PvP or PVE? Uh, it depends. Always depends PvP. on the mode. Yeah, depends. I like PvP. I love PvP. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I, I get PvE is that that fun thing because they they throw it into where it's more like an adventure overall. But I don't know something about just. I mean, absolutely wiping somebody out on the other side and just, uh, just it, making okay. them consider quitting or anything like that. That's the that's it right if, there. <laughs> if the if it's like a ranked reward to where you feel like not only are you doing better against other people, but you're also doing better against yourself in the PvP. Sure. But other than that, like, and I'm saying this, like, getting back into WoW, too. Like, I'm having a lot of fun just doing the PvE, like, Mystic mm. Raids and stuff like that with the okay. new stuff. You know what I mean? So I, I think it depends on, like, how how the reward system plays out. But for the most part, yeah, I love PvP. God, Click's all about World of Warcraft right now. Man, it, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's addicting. Sean, why did, you, why did you super chat $50? That wasn't me. It <laughs> wasn't him. <laughs> He needs to come back to the after show. It though. says RGT85. There's, no There's no space. It just says RGT85. Did I give you though. money? I don't think you can. You can't impersonate <laughs> people online. That doesn't make any sense. Mm. Oh, on the internet? Whoa. <laughs> A shout out to RGT85. Thank you. Uh, let's, talk, let's talk about this Xbox developer direct. Uh, you know, Rand, you guys, I mean, it was basically over... Uh, Jez, I know, put it up on Windows Central. You guys had alluded to it quite heavily, by the way, in your own podcast, Xbox Two. Yeah, we had heard about it literally the night of the Game Awards. Okay. That something was in the works for the end of January, and we heard strong, more strongly about it like middle of January, and then Jez got all the info basically that Monday, and... I argued with them not to do it. I said, don't you dare leak this. Don't do it because they're going to announce this in two days. Uh, but Jez decided to leak it. So here we are, right? Well, they announced it two days later anyways, but yeah. Yeah, they, they put it out there. It, apparently, it's going to be just over 40 minutes, I believe is what Aaron Greenberg said on Twitter in response to a person who was just kind of asking about the duration of it. But they also gave us an outline of the four big i guess you'd say pillars of the presentation elder scrolls online forza motorsport minecraft legends redfall which is good because i are we just, we're just expecting release dates for well elder scrolls online's i guess some kind of expansion but forza minecraft legends redfall are we just expecting release dates for all three of those i mean i oh, would yeah. hope so i'd hope so 
Yes. If we don't get him, there's a well, problem. It, I mean, Jazz already put the lead. The Redfall. Yeah, Jazz already has the, put the uh, the date for Redfall out there, which is May 2nd with early access on the April 28th, I believe. Uh, okay. For people, I don't know if it's for people who buy like the more expensive version, but that's supposedly the 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 plan. I mean, they, Microsoft's been doing that for a long. I mean, they were doing that like Forza Horizon Three. I remember selling. We had a hundred dollar version that would come into the store, and if you came in, you'd be able to get it four days early if you pre-ordered it. So it's been yeah. that's been going on for a long time. It wouldn't shock me if there was like a four day instead of instead of Friday, it was Tuesday, for, for example. Gears 4 and Gears 5 both did that as well, and I did that go. for both because I'm a Gears fanatic. Yeah, so like that that wouldn't shock me if they went that route, and I'd actually expect it uh, for something like Redfall. And out of, I mean, out of these games here, okay, so Minecraft Legends, Forza, Redfall, sure, I'll throw Elder Scrolls in. Which which game is everyone most interested in seeing then? We can go around. Forza. Most Forza, okay. Redfall. Okay. Out, out of those four, Forza. Uh, yeah. Redfall. Redfall. Yeah. Uh, something about Redfall, the more I look at it, the more I think Redfall is actually going to be really, really good. And I think it's going to be in a lot of lists of like 2023 surprises. So I'm really curious to see a bunch of that. Hold on a minute. Everyone just turned around and Redfall. I, I'm the one over here like, yo, Redfall might be something. It might be. It could be good. It's arcane. All of a sudden, everyone's I, like... I was never hating on it. Well, but also, they said in that interview like a week ago, and people were talking about it, that it was... I wasn't hating was on it. like Far Cry. <laughs> yeah, True. it's more like Far Cry. So they, 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 they had that interview, and I, maybe they talked about it because everyone was thinking it was Left 4 Dead, or it was like Left 4 Dead, which yeah. I guess we were thinking it's instance-based where you set up a room, people join in, and then they put you through a mission, and then you go to the next mission, and... It sounds like it's going to be more like, uh, like as they said, Far Cry, a little smaller, I assume, because Far Cry, Far Cry Six was pretty big. I think it's gonna be that big because they're talking about walking and running the, each place. I think they specifically mentioned Far Cry Two, though. Okay. In, okay. In the interview, so. Which is the best one, by yeah, the way? Can you light stuff on fire and watch it spread to things? Because that uh, was awesome. That was pretty impressive back then. Yeah, with Far Cry Two. Are you saying click? See, uh, PV, you're saying PVE. This is like right up your alley right there. Uh, this is, I feel like MMO is <laughs> a little bit different. Like I, I played a, was it was it Back for Blood that just came out? Mm -hmm, that was mm -hmm. the latest thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was one okay. was it's trying to be Left 4 Dead. Yeah. And it was kind of forgettable. It was Left 4 you know Dead technically. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, it, it just it needs memorable aspects to it. You know what I mean? Like I understand they're, they're giving us pre-existing things to kind of give us an idea. Um, I think now, now that they've tried to make those analogies i think now i'm more a little bit more interested than before but i don't know i just i need to see something memorable to, to keep my attention because i just if it'll otherwise it'll feel like more of the same to me that's all I, okay i'm hoping okay. redfall has good ai like that's something that crossed my mm. mind is i feel like if mm. the enemies are actually smart and have cool abilities and magic because it honestly i think it art style wise i think it looks good the island looks great i just think that man if those if those vampires are as dumb as zombies in left for dead i do think it's going to just be like it's going to become real paint by numbers there's very yeah. few games that get serious with ai because they want to try to allow everyone to be able to play it so i mean yeah uh... how was the ai in um was the gtfo 
It's GTFO's AI is extremely basic. It's just the is fact it? that you're okay. underwhelmed. I think in some of the first person shooters I've played, I think Rage was still some of the best AI since they interacted so much with the world around them okay. to try to fight you. It was one of the first games yeah. I saw where someone with a shield would have people run behind them to get into cover behind the characters that moved forward. Like it was just cool stuff like that. A lot of confidence in, in Arcane for this one. I've been thinking about it more and more with what they've turned in with Prey and Dishonored, now moving to this online multiplayer aspect PVE style. I, th I think I think they can pull something off here. They talked about Diablo as well, kind of throwing that in there. Like, I guess they want to have loot, character progression, all these different things with it. But Rand, is that, out of these, which one is the one you're most excited for? Or to see more about or even play? I mean, it's Redfall. Because yeah. Redfall has kind of had that cloud of Left 4 Dead hanging over it since the reveal. And I think it's kind of an example of poor marketing when mm -hmm. you need to come out there and be like, no, 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 it's yeah. not that game. Mm -hmm. It's this other game. So <laughs> I'm excited to actually, this the developer direct is kind of exciting because I want to see more gameplay because CGI trailers really don't excite anymore. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to getting a deep look at the game and having it explained by the developers about what their goals are, what they're trying to accomplish. and. I mean, Arcane hasn't had a, a miss, in my opinion, from the two Dishonored games, The Prey. I know some people are iffy on Deathloop, but I really enjoyed it. Deathloop. Deathloop was um, good. But I, so I, I've been looking forward ever since the announcement, and I, I can't wait. I can't, well, ho well, hopefully, I think the big thing everybody wants, and I know you guys want it on the panel, is you want release dates for all these games. Yes. 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 Xbox yeah. had a very lackluster, some would say worst first party year in the history of Xbox last year. And they need to, you know, sort of make up for that this year. And what better way to start the year than look, taking a deep look at their games and being like, by the way, Minecraft Legends is March, Red Falls May, Forza Motorsports June, and off we go to the races, right? Uh, well, we're missing, we're missing something, Rand. Yeah, we're something Star here. Where's Starfield? Right? was oh, mentioned in this presser as we're going to talk about it at a later date, and that makes sense. I, you could easily fill up forty minutes with with just Starfield, I'm sure, but. It was supposed to be first half. It says right on their website right now, first half of 2023. Yeah, Nate, where's Starfield? <laughs> What's up with Starfield, buddy? <laughs> what is up with Starfield? Oh, that is the million-dollar question. Tell me MVG and I are right. Tell me this thing's holiday 2023. What do you, wait, 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 wait. Why did I get excluded from that? Because I've been saying that just as long as MVG has been saying that. Yeah, but you're the Xbox hater. Fair. Everyone figured yeah. you were going to say 2025. To be fair, Sean, Sean has, has been saying it. That's a weird thing because just earlier this week, MVG said it wasn't going to be holiday 2023. He actually hmm. said it would be very likely come out in October, in his opinion. So 2024? It sounds Damn. like you and Sean might be all alone in that holiday release. No, 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 no. no. I, was, I was saying that it was not going to be but before june i said uh, september october go back and watch the tapes I, i've been saying that the watch whole time the watch the tapes i'm i like november november release that's fine was I, halloween not a holiday it's the best holiday so that's, that's fourth for, that's fourth quarter right you could you could say that'd be holiday season for that for releases I, I would like a Halloween release date. I just, I, I'm ex so excited for Starfield. I just want it the sooner the better, honestly. As soon as it's ready, fucking mail that bitch out. Rand, when do you think Starfield's coming out? Uh, I think June at the earliest. Mm -hmm. At the very, very earliest. Uh, but probably if I had to put money down, I would guess September or October. Okay. So, so everyone, so, er 
a lot of people are saying it's going to be in the second half of this year. So why is the message still first well, half? No, there's no, 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 no. So we ran a poll on the Xbox two yesterday and I said, Hey, when do you think Starfield's coming? And it was, I said, first option was before June 30th. Second mm -hmm. option was, you know, Ju July or August. Third option was September, October. Fourth option was November, December. And we had 800 votes and 60% thought it would release before June 30th. Mm. So a lot of people do think it's coming. I've even, people have, have, have DM'd me and it's like, hey, I'm hearing rumors that Xbox is going to have a um, Super Bowl ad for Starfield. That'd be big. Uh, <laughs> announcing that the game was releasing 32323 because uh, apparently Todd, Todd loves numbers. Right? <laughs> um, which, hey, you know, I, I, like, like Dreamcast guy said, I would want it s as soon as possible, but I also want the game as polished as possible because I did, I did watch mm -hmm. RGT's video about him being concerned about the game. I do think Xbox knows... It. That no, like I actually give it. A like. <laughs> I actually give it a like. I, I'm not. I, I never. I actually never dislike videos. Um, I do all the time. Sean <laughs> does all the time. Yeah, That's why I asked that. Because Sean, Sean, you'll just hear very quiet. He'll just be like, um, yeah, because <laughs> I think Xbox knows that this is their the biggest game, uh, biggest new IP release for mm -hmm. them since basically the OG Halo. Like I, I, there's nothing bigger than Starfield. Like new, new for them. And they know that all eyes are going to be on them, right, uh, over this. This is like the big Bethesda game, Todd Howard. They can't launch it in a broken state or in a buggy thank state. You. Thank or... you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's, what, that's my point as well. Yeah, Jez basically has been beating the drum that you delay the game as long as you possibly can so it comes yes. out as perfect as possible because yes. you need to give people an impression that um, – you know, like this is how we're gonna do it. I do think if 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 Bethesda was independent, like if they never were acquired, I think we'd all be playing Starfield already. I don't think they would have delayed it the first yeah. time. I think it would uh, well, we'd be playing it to the best uh, of our ability. I I, yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think because we have Game Pass in the mix now, shit has to be rock solid day one because you're gonna lose your audience like very very quickly if it's a buggy mess a typical bethesda game that has a lot of bugs <laughs> they, they have to polish that shit and get ready on game pass so i think uh even if even if um they weren't acquired by microsoft but it was still a day one game pass release i think that'd well, still be using the same timeline i don't think it would have been a day one game pass game i, think. Well, I mean probably not it was yeah, third, no, it, it would have been party. on playstation exclusively for a year yep yeah, yeah it would have been a time exclusive but the point is they can't fuck this up like this has to be polished day one it can't mm -hmm. be broken it can't be full at 76 it has to be polished and that's why that's why i think it's coming out in the second half because they're taking all the time then like you said if there's an issue or if the game is still not quite right then they just go back to the lab and polish it until it's until it's ready yeah. but the thing that people are going to come at microsoft is is they sort of promised it would be out before june uh, mm -hmm. because of their E3 press conference where they said everything was going to come in a year. So they set themselves up against the wall in the corner. Nobody forced them to do it. They did it to themselves. And people are going to be like, hey, you said it was coming. So if they delay it, you know, people are going to be upset because you delayed it a second time. But, but you see, I feel as though it depends on how lengthy the delay is. If this is just a strategic marketing delay due to Redfall coming out later than originally, you know, intended, and they say, we know we're going to get Starfield out in, let's say, September. 
that's not that significant of a delay. We're only talking a couple of months. It's reasonable. Now, if this game falls all the way to November and we're looking at a full year delay, mm-hmm. that's when you delay. start. Yeah, that's <laughs> where questions start coming in of how did you ever figure that you were going to get this game out in the first half and now it's six months late to your original window? That would be bad optics. Yeah. But if we're I'm- talking a September window, anytime in the summer, I think that's within that reasonable range. I agree. In that interview with uh, that Todd did a couple weeks ago, he did say they could have released the game on 11, 11, 22. Mm-hmm. They, they easily could have released it. Uh, so they probably could have released it in the first half of the year. I mean, I, I don't know the release date. Maybe my instincts are wrong on this and it is coming on three twenty three twenty three with the Super Bowl ad. Uh, <laughs> but I just have a feeling that it's not because they want it to be as good as it possibly can be. Because first impressions do matter. I'm just going to say, like, is it is it worse that it gets delayed, right? You got to wait a little bit longer, but then the game runs well. Like, people actually can play it the way it's been advertised. And people but, enjoy it, and they take away a, a package. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, people might, you know, get concerned about, like, oh, this has been invested in. Where is our result? But at the end of the day, I think at this point, <laughs> if it ain't a cyberpunk, I'm okay with the delays. If it ain't yeah. uh, Fallout 76, I'm okay with the delays. So the delay might look bad, but if it comes out after it's been delayed for, you know, Lord knows how long and it's still not running well, that I think is when the cause mm-hmm. for concern comes in. Cause then it's like, okay, well, what, what have you done with this time? And if it's needed this time and it's still not ready, like what did it look like before? Like what, what is, what is the, the, the root issue behind it? Um, so it's I don't Bethesda. know. I, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah, it's bug Thesda, as Chat was yeah, calling uh, it. I like that. I don't know. It's just. It's one of those things. Like I don't. Ca- I'm just gonna assume it's gonna come out the latest as possible. <laughs> That's just my thing now. As long as it runs well, I don't care. It was probably gonna launch with a bunch of bugs, but Bethesda is used to people just view them as like they say bug Thesda to where it's more people look at it as more endearing almost. It's like look at my character they... flying up into the. Feeling yeah. and doing all this, like that's Bethesda. This is Game Pass, man. This is Game Pass now. People can just unsubscribe like that yeah. if 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 it's, if it's a broken game. So like they they can't afford to fuck it up. Yeah, hmm. after seventy six, you don't think that they they kind of. Oh, hurt. I think seventy six was that one was really bad. So that, that's probably that might be why they're like, uh, maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll pull it back a little bit here. Well, I just I don't why why put the release date on it though. Which one? I think November? that was Todd on Todd's uh, decision. That was Todd's decision. He wanted it there. Yeah, Yeah, they had confidence that that they were going to hit that mark. Mm. And and that's the thing is I felt like Microsoft felt like they were doing a lot of chest pounding to be like, yeah, we we didn't have games in 2022, but 2023 is going to be super jam-packed. My hope, honestly, Nate's theoretical date of August or September, sometimes people call me an Xbox hater, but if this thing just got like the tiniest bit of a delay, I'd be thrilled. Honestly, I just, I want to see that game. I want to make sure it plays i am a little bit nervous about all the people that speculate the game's going to be hard locked at 30 fps even on the series x i would Mm. uh i mean i'd deal with it but i would not be happy okay okay were were you following up with something click before well i was gonna say i feel like with release dates nowadays i feel Mm -hmm. like they kind of take on the mindset of it's better to ask or it's better to ask for forgiveness than for permission a little bit so i feel like they give they give this date and then they delay it and then um you know, like sorry we delayed it but if it runs well people are gonna be like oh it's okay i love it it's my favorite thing ever anyway but isn't um, it so i don't know isn't it a little bit concerning that todd howard said they could have released it last november 
Listen, Todd Howard, he's got nice leather jackets. He was yeah, just setting up one of the best magic tricks he's ever shown well, anyone. Yeah. I had the, 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 the pre-E3 press briefing in June last year, and he said that they're putting the final and finishing touches on the game. Hmm. So, I mean, well, you know, I think that may have been true at some point, but I think Phil took that trip over there and basically just said, no, we can't. We can't release this game. You have to delay it. So keep an eye on Twitter. If Phil's making trips out to Bethesda, buckle up. I feel well, there's, uh, well, there's also another wrinkle to this story, potentially. Um, you know, if they were targeting June for Starfield, there's also another game called Diablo 4 sitting right there, <laughs> which Xbox may or may not actually own by the time it comes out. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, sure. which they could really put in the Game Pass on day one. It's like, would you really want Diablo 4 and Starfield releasing a week apart or two weeks apart maybe it's just better mm. to just give starfield extra time you know diablo 4 in in game pass would be pretty big that yeah. i think that would get a lot of signups yeah so that's and it would and it does really hurt uh, microsoft to push starfield out of the fiscal year their fiscal year ends june 30th they were probably hoping would be out either last year or before june to uh hit their targets for game pass and revenue yeah. and all that stuff and pushing it to the next fiscal year probably really does hurt well, well we conversely, assume... it could also be that they could be viewing that quarter for the fiscal year to be strong, mm -hmm. and they need something strong for the next quarter in the fiscal year where they want to report something, and that's where Starfield is being strategically positioned to lead to subscriptions for that quarter. Because companies do do that. They will de delay a game out of a fiscal year if they think their year is already strong, and they need something to start their new fiscal year on a high note. Oh, well, I mean, they still have GoldenEye to announce, right? Yeah, that's going to drive a lot of Game Pass Drop it in. Here we go. it's free on Rare Replay if you own it. <laughs> hey, if you have Game Pass, game. you don't got to buy it. There you go. I, I, so we we think it's the order, Rand, is what, what you're thinking out of these. It, uh, what were you saying? Minecraft Legends is first? Yeah, I think Minecraft Legends is around March. Okay. Uh, Redfall's May. Forza's June. Starfield, I'll just say, is... September yeah, sure. next second half basically yeah second half of the year okay okay and Sean you were most excited for Forza yes all right why are you most excited for Forza because Gran Turismo I knew you were going to say Gran Turismo, Turismo immediately because <laughs> you were very disappointed with Gran Turismo still am okay well you have a nice steering wheel you got the whole thing right you're ready to roll got got Xbox LG. One. I got a PlayStation one PlayStation one isn't getting much use lately so hopefully mm -hmm. This game will quench my racing thirst. So that's that's the game you're looking for. Is that the yes. the car damage, the the realism, the looks, yes. the visuals, all that? Okay, okay, all right. And hey, maybe you'll be able to maybe you'll be able to sell a car. I don't know. Yeah, some next gen stuff there. Seriously. <laughs> Do we think there's any more surprises at the show? Because I know Aaron Greenberg is setting expectations pretty like yes. Goldeneye's getting shadow drops. Let's go. Here. He's, you know, he's basically saying it's only four games and it's 43 minutes long, but you know people are still out there being like, are there other things that could potentially show up? Yeah, like what if it was 30 minutes of Minecraft Legends? I mean, with with Silk Song. Sorry, Rand. So I was to say because the Xbox Game Pass family plan mm. test page is now up. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. in the US I would imagine that could get an announcement sooner or right later Ubisoft Plus uh, store tags are on the back end mm -hmm. uh, they did announce Ubisoft okay. Plus for Xbox a year ago so that, that seems like it's coming okay. um, I don't I know if that. he's listening but 
my favorite gaming journalist, the Grubster, Jeffrey Grub Grub. He did say that he had heard that um, Tango Gameworks was going to reveal a new game at yes, this event. That's right. The I pen, mean, that would pentiment uh, like or level game, right? Is the idea like that kind of that kind of makeup? Or it's not like was, a huge uh, budget what game. What was not... it rumored? Uh, the Reddit rumor, yeah. Nate. It was like Hi-Fi Rush or something. Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush. It was the arena shooter. I thought it was at a least. rhythm brawler with the art with... style of Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah, something like that. And it would make sense. Bethesda is one okay. of the developers showcased here. So, you know, you could see that be announced here. But at the same token, that's something they could easily wait till June. If the intention, I believe that game was intended to come out in November of this year on the original internal docket. That could easily have changed, obviously. But let's say that is still the intent for Microsoft and Tango to have the game out in the second half of this year. You can wait till June. Is there really any benefit to announcing it now with these big first quarter games if this is something coming out in the third quarter? Do you do you think they shadow drop something here? Just I mean, Goldeneye. I, in the Game Pass. Other than Goldeneye. <laughs> they should, just, they should just delete Goldeneye. Oh, Whoa. Man. damn, man. What the <laughs> hell? Damn. I'm sorry. I will die on this hill, but your nostalgia is playing a big part on this. People don't realize that when they're going to load this game up and play it, they're going to delete it in I 10 played minutes. Goldeneye, I played Goldeneye last wow. year. Same. I mean, I played you're, not, you, you're not wrong, Rand. You're that was the wrong. build that got leaked. I played that one. That was good. I, w- I want to play it That's with fun. you specifically now, Rand. I want to play it just to see you have a bad time. That sounds oh, very we can. entertaining. The Xbox version doesn't have multiplayer. Oh my god! I well, play that on the case. Switch version. <laughs> I, I, my Nintendo Switch isn't hooked up. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Rand. It doesn't have to be plugged in. It's portable. What are you doing? You waiting for the pro? I've never, I've never used my Switch portable. So. <laughs> Wait, what? Have yeah, and I've never used a Switch you portable. Know, I always hook it up to my TV. You know, okay, here's you one for you, Rand. A total of like seven times, right? <laughs> I, I have a theory that Rand is an AI. Rand is not a real person. Rand is just an AI that leaks things for Microsoft. That's what everyone thought about me. I don't leak anything, sir. I never leak anything. That's not me. That's that's other people. <laughs> How about this one, Rand, as a potential shadow drop at the show? The return of one versus 100. Ooh, damn! I like that. I like one versus one hundred. Right, I mean, but you can push Starfield to next year. Then we got that. It's all good. <laughs> that, that is the sec- that is the the week they would announce the second drop of Game Pass stuff. And I mean, it's always possible they could mm-hmm. have some sort of montage or something. I mean, Age of Empires two is hitting console. What is it like the night? Right. Is it next week? Is I, it I forget. Month? Or is it February? It's- no, Age of Empires 2 is this, is this, this month. month, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was this month. Wow. They're going to have more. I mean, they already said they're going to do more Game Pass stuff, obviously, for, for the month. So that's, that's kind of what I was thinking that coincides with the, the 25th with their show here where they put some stuff on screen and they're like, hey, it's in Game Pass right now. Go check it out. And I you could probably throw it like they were saying indie games. I don't know if you see Silk Song. That seems pretty big, but you could have some smaller stuff. Maybe just get thrown in there. I You know what? You might as well just, go ahead and shadow drop Minecraft Legends. Really? Anyone, yeah. I, I'm actually curious. Is it, I everyone's talking about Forza and Redfall? Is anyone here looking forward to Minecraft Legends? I I want to see it because I still don't understand it. Uh, Jez played it at Gamescom and he said, "Imagine Brutal Legends like RTS battles mm-hmm. where you had the bands or whatever, and it was like mm-hmm. an RTS thing. So like, mm-hmm. imagine that uh, you like control a character that goes around and." I feel like, like if I was more into Minecraft, I would I'd be excited for it. But I'm just I never got in uh, Minecraft. I just missed the boat on that whole thing. Yeah, We're too old. 
maybe <laughs> although i did beat pokemon so maybe i'm not too old i don't know too many corners <laughs> too many corners too many that, corners uh, hey you know what it's, it's i mean minecraft's <laughs> big i gotta acknowledge that so it's uh we'll, we'll see how that one does but that's that's what i'm saying you just go make that live it's fine we'll just get that get that done and out there and let's hear about redfall and forts <laughs> uh so any anything else we're expecting out of this oh you know what my question is it seems like everyone is kind of formulating their own direct style now with obviously nintendo direct state of plays and microsoft's thing now developer direct that's what they're saying sounds more like it's treehouse versus a presentation what what do you call or what would people call microsoft's actual state of play or their their nintendo direct because i assume developer direct would not be their final inside xbox yeah i was gonna say microsoft mixes people yeah but those weren't very good you're not talking about quality you're just asking for a brand branding yeah i guess inside xbox i like Uh, inside xbox i think is a great name like they just got to make the shows not suck they could probably bring that back and, and revamp it a bit. What? I do I like loved, that this I one. I love the 10 people they pay to be at the front and just have oh, yeah. their lives. I do the like employees. that this one isn't, I guess, isn't gonna, it's not going to be live or anything pre-recorded and it'll be no host or any of that. And uh, they don't really need a stage or host or live event, any of that for this kind of thing. So it, I, I guess inside Xbox would be fine. And you have developer direct as like their treehouse where they just play games and showcase it. I like direct Xbox. You could do that. Just play with the logo so it's like their original code name for the first system. Mm. I'm looking forward to it. It's good to get things rolling in 2023. Good that Xbox is going to have some games and release dates to talk about. I I was trying to think, Rand, was Halo the last release for Xbox that was like, for first party wise, that was like notable for the big release that would push Game Pass? Uh, I'm trying to yeah, think if I, I mean, missed something. Pentiment was first party, but that's of a smaller scale. Yeah. And uh, Grounded was also Obsidian, which is first party, but that was a 1.0 uh, release and it had been in early access for two years. So yeah, it would have been Halo Infinite the in December of 2021 with the release of the campaign, I guess. Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. So if we go to, I, I guess, be... We're thinking March when something like a Minecraft Legends releases. Although I already know a lot of people online will be like looking towards Redfall or Forza. If that goes to May, as we're kind of anticipating now, that's yeah, a year and a half gap. That's that's pretty that's like Wii U like, I guess, for that regard. Although they have a lot of third party stuff going on, so that does help them. But I at that point you would assume they'd get on track because then they'd have Forza and then we'd go into the holiday for Starfield and Maybe maybe Hellblade too. Maybe something they haven't announced, but it seems like I said twenty twenty three is the year that Microsoft gets moving, and I think I think they're going to start off strong with this developer direct. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. I'm excited. Redfall. Oh, and you know what? I will say this. Saw some talk about about this. You know what? I wouldn't be shocked if Redfall is the highest rated game from Xbox this year. Yeah. You think it's gonna be higher than Starfield? I kind of do. Maybe. No. Maybe. Forza higher than Forza? I don't uh, think it's gonna Forza's, be. It's gonna be below Forza. True. Forza. Forza is gonna get that ninety-two or ninety-three or something like that. I could see Redfall getting higher than Starfield. Okay, let's go Starfield. Yeah. Okay. I. I. I think it'll. I think it could rate higher than Starfield. 
I think it's possible. I guess say. it depends. I guess it depends. I, because I could see Starfield being rated very highly, but then also if it's not good, being really hit hard. And what is Fallout Four rated? Like isn't it like a ninety-four or ninety-five? Yeah. yeah, it's up there. And like Skyrim's like a ninety-six. Mm-hmm. But then again, reviewers don't really—they're they're not as generous with the tens and nines anymore. So yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Forza, right. you're probably looking at, like, yeah, like RGT said, like 9091, probably right Fallout, around Forza Fallout, Horizon 5. Fallout, Fallout yeah. 4 is an 88 on Xbox One. 88? Okay. I think on PS4 it was an 87, and then on PC it's an 84. Uh, PC, I think, was kind of pretty buggy, though. That's I'm I'm thinking, I think you might see, an, like, an 88 or 89 in a red flag. I think it's possible. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's possible just because Arcane has that track record, and they're, they're getting more time for it, whereas... Maybe you're right about Bethesda. They might have just pushed that game out in in the last year. So, but we'll find out more when the presentation happens. See, what Bethesda just has a hard through. time hitting dates, don't they? Deathloop delayed a year. Mm-hmm. Ghostwire Tokyo delayed. Yeah. Redfall delayed. Uh, Starfield delayed. Like all their games all delayed. Deathloop definitely benefited though. Even though we saw it 18 million times, like every presentation, it was like, "Here's more dead or dead Deathloop." It, it turned out. I thought it turned out to be pretty good. Ghostwire Tokyo, on the other hand, I, average. I like I like Ghostwire a lot. Like it definitely could have been better, too. but okay. I like it a lot. Too. Good game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's not a bad game. It's Tango's worst game. It's, it had some really creative but. elements to it that I liked, but it just the open world, the the collectathon, it's kind of a, a bit of a slog at it times. Felt as though they had more ambition than the end product ended up delivering. Yeah. Yeah, like certain parts of that game look crazy next jet, like the hand motion, the animation with all that. That yeah. looked really cool. Ripping but then you'll be walking around and you're like, I've seen this building 83 times already. <laughs> my, so. my major criticism is that they made you do the, like you had to do the, the side quest to unlock more of the map. And it felt weird when the story was good. You would have to stop and just start doing like random shrines. It felt almost accidental of like, why, why are you dragging out a story that's so tight? Hmm. Evan, we have some Discord questions over there. When will Xbox external storage get cheaper? Oh, Never. That's a good question. That that is something <laughs> that was brought up when when all of this went down with next gen and PlayStation went one way and Microsoft went another, and it's it's kind of starting to show that now that the NVMe drives have continued to fall in price, and even during Black Friday, Cyber Monday, they were, I mean, you're getting a one terabyte that would work in the PS5 for a hundred, hundred ten for a nice one. Yeah, is, is is there some sort of deal with Seagate where it'll run up and we'll see other companies release their own storage drives for Xbox? That's what Xbox sort of insinuated when they first started talking about these, that eventually other manufacturers would come in and just give their own uh, sizes and what whatnot. But we haven't seen it. It's been two years. The prices are outrageous on the the SSDs. So... I don't know if there's still an exclusivity agreement, like as you know, Seagate has like a two year or three year agreement or something, but I also don't know if like, is it even worth for another manufacturer to come in mm. and compete to drive down the prices at all? Uh, it definitely in hindsight is a decision that seems to uh, PlayStation definitely looks like they made the, the right decision on this one, even though it wasn't available at launch, uh, giving consumers the choice and then, cheaper options because 
what is it, two terabyte for the Xbox One's like three hundred and sixty. It's, it's bucks. very expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's un- absurd. Yeah, it's unfortunate that it's gotten there. So, hey, just need more people making a more competition. Hopefully, the lower prices. Let me go through some of the super chats here. We have Travis with a cool little animated sticker there. Thanks, Travis. Yum says, guys, I have at least 1,200 physical games on my shelf, and it fell because of the weight. What shelf can you recommend to hold one row of 50 Switch games? Most IKEA shelves are sold out both on store and ship. Your 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 shelf collapsed too, right, Sean? My top portion did, yeah. Okay, so don't buy whatever Sean has. Uh... No, it, was, it wasn't because <laughs> of that. It was because when it moved, I kind of messed it up. And Didn't then we just, break your shelves when we moved your your first time too? Oh yeah, it, it, well, all, well, all those broke because I had the genius idea of saran wrapping <laughs> all of them with the games on them, and I was like, "This is fucking perfect. They will just stay completely in place." And then when I get to the new place, I'll rip the saran wrap off. And I remember when my dad and I were unloading that truck, he was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I was like, "I thought it would work." He's like, "These fucking things are breaking the games because it was it was dark as shit out when we got there." And the games are flying all over the place. He was so mad. I was just laughing though. Are we doing the? Are we doing a, a an after show, Sean? Yeah, we'll do an after show for a little bit. Okay, because Liam had a super chat here. I'm I'm gonna save it uh, because MVG, out of respect for MVG, but they asked about the limited run games controversy. So cool. we can we can talk about that on your after show, Sean. Oh, so MVG's not doing the after show? Interesting. MVG no, is gone immediately and is like Warzone, boom, gone. Is Main night of playing Warzone after. Fuck Warzone. Damn. Warzone, Warzone 1 or 2? Two? 2. 2. Mm. Is, I got, is Warzone, Warzone 1 is up? I thought it was still up, is it not? Oh. I, for some reason, I thought they Overwatch 2'd it. I thought they just murdered the original. Oh. I don't know. Travis, a nice little sticker here, too. Thanks, Travis. Riley says, hey, everyone, hope you're all doing well. <laughs> Thanks, Riley. Then we have RGC85 in here. Super chat. Johnny says, I am revisiting the DS after 15 years by using an R4 card and absolutely loving it. In your opinion, what is the best Nintendo handheld? Best Nintendo handheld. I mean, I, I feel like I want to go DS Lite. I'm going to say the DSi because the screen is like the yeah. best. Yeah, the DS Lite has DSi that Game Boy, game. Card, game Boy Advance card. And the DSi games, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're talking, uh, OG, uh, can I say Analog Pocket? Uh, Nintendo. You can handheld. say whatever you want. I, I'm <laughs> oh super God. obsessed with the Game Boy. Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advanced are like my favorite. Okay. Uh, but purely because of nostalgia and the fact that all the Final Fantasies are on there. Sure. So playing them on the Analog Pocket is insane. The Analog Pocket is a really good handheld. Yep. 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 Zoob says, "Sony, please buy Ubisoft." That's probably not a great idea. I don't think anybody's <laughs> we'll talking about it. that soon. Uh, John O. John O. Here. The big donation saying, make them consider quitting. John is ruthless. Hope everyone is having a great start to the year. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way it goes with PvP games. You gotta you gotta break the spirit of the other team, right? You just gotta break the will to play. And sometimes your teammates will break your spirit. <laughs> Sean does his best. Damn, Sean. <laughs> I was W's and you still bitch. I, I was very mad last night. <laughs> we got a W because you I was get- mad. And I just focused, and I didn't want to talk or anything. I just wanted. Did we to get win. two? No. First game and the last game. I think we did. Oh, we ha- yeah, didn't we get a W? We got, on- we got two. We got I the think first. They were both uh, from Tariq Hill, weren't they? So many quarter. W's. Sean won twenty-seven times. 
Yeah, because we're so good. We keep getting Ws now. We can't remember all the... Wow. <laughs> the ones we get. See, no, we finish in second place and Sean throws a temper tantrum and gets all pissy and eats his animal crackers while looking at the other bitch across the screen. Sean, Sean, Sean yeah. screams when he dies and halfway in his microphone cuts out and clips so he just goes silent after after screaming and one time he just turned his Xbox off so I, every time that happens I thought I think he just turned his Xbox off and I'm like he's gone alright whatever but really what animal him crackers? to quit that time yeah, well, they were eating animal, animal crackers last night too I think, yep, we, I think he landed I, I and someone just punched him to death and they just turned his Xbox yeah. off we just both had animal crackers MVG was singing the Shirley Temple oh, animal crackers in my soup song <laughs> which I don't really get because that would be disgusting Sean refuses to stream Warzone even though I think it would be some of the like com no, some no, comedy no. gold maybe on one day so maybe. everyone in the chat has to bully and peer pressure him into streaming that doesn't work all Sean yeah, does, though, is he just talks shit the whole time he's playing the game. Yeah. That's probably why he doesn't no, work. No, this is what you do. See, if you die early while playing, then you can commentate their gameplay. No, but I had to yell at them and tell them to revive me. No, but here's the best part. Go to a fucking store you and quit dicking the, around. Your WWE announcer comeback. <laughs> you like, yeah, you we got MVG. MVG loses another six shots off the top rope. Undertaker himself's going to be digging this bitch up because his career is dead. See, See, I think that's I'd what pissed that. you off last night, Sean, is that John is about one corner away from a store, and what's he do? He gets in a car, drives halfway across the world to another store where he fails spectacularly at trying to get me back, and I just want to come back to life. And you finally just said, fuck it. I'll go to the store myself. You brought me back, and what happened? We got a W. All because John was pussyfooting around because he's too cheap to spend $4,000 in the game. How many kills did I have in the win last night, please? Seven. Uh, what did you have? Uh, I what think was that? Seven, seven, six. Seven. Okay, thank you, Zach Fournier. What was on there? <laughs> what are people in the but, chat telling you but, didn't kill anyone that you hit the whole time? I said I had seven kills in the win last night, and Zach Fournier said I did not. I <laughs> fucking did. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a lot for you? Uh, I mean, it's a good number. Uh, all right. He was trying to get shadow banned. Yeah, if you get Ted kills. Suppo and, uh, thank you. Supposedly you get shadow bad. <sighs> Why? Why? Okay. And he, he won't he won't stream it. So maybe one day. I still haven't set up my series ass. Once I get oh that set up, is that thing it. still in the box? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's right. Wow. It's right next to the. Well, um... How come you don't, don't? How come you don't just hook up your controller to your computer? Ew. No, that just sounds complicated and weird. <laughs> you I'm not downloading a video game to play on my computer. Come on now. <sighs> okay. Hawk says, almost didn't buy Callisto Protocol because of negative reviews. I finished it and enjoyed every minute. Don't understand the hate. Eight out of ten. Good man. Jeez. Spot Good on, too. Good no score. 7.58. Good score. Mediocre. Rig, Rig says, can we all give RGT a hand for quitting smoking? Love you guys. I am like better. This has been terrible. <laughs> there you go. There's MVG. There's something for you. High high in life is better than Kalista Protocol. Ooh, no, uh, there it is. no, no, no. no. Yeah, right. Right. Come, on, come on, come on. No. Leo, Leo says, uh, uh, let's see. Never judge anyone for believing in Santa because there's still people who think Xbox will release a quality title. Damn. Wow. Hey, roasted. Hey, they're going to. Hey, they got. They got. I'm telling you, Redfall is going to surprise some people. I'm telling mm. you. People are going to be surprised by Redfall. I got a good feeling. 
G-Man says, John was so sure Halo would be nominated at the Game Awards. Got robbed. Got robbed. Sonic says, Ubisoft, where? Oh, gosh, Beyond Good and Evil 2. Well, fuck hmm. that game. We'll, we'll talk about that, too. Uh, free Metroid Hat says, do you think Metroid Prime Remaster or Prime 4 will look anything like UE4 Fan Showcase? No. Also, Mega Man Battle Network on Analog Pocket is amazing. Uh, no, I, I got to see. I, I got to see what this remaster looks like. That might give us indication as to what four could look like. But I mean, who knows? Everyone said they were primed and ready, and then the person deleted their account. So there you go. How is that everyone? If it was one person, it was one person. Was it 100%. you? One hundred percent. It was you know, the one person. You know what I was thinking about for the Prime One remake. You know, I really I enjoyed the Prime trilogy on Wii. Or, and then on Wii U. Let's go to a message yeah. to Alex Hunter and see what they said about. <laughs> but do you think do you think they would have motion control as an option? Yes. You, yeah, cool. Yeah, I think it? so. Because like to me, that was way more fun than playing on GameCube controller. I realize Rand hasn't played Metroid Prime before. Wait, yes, seriously? Have. Oh, you I have? Metroid. Oh, okay. I, okay. I love Metroid Prime. <laughs> okay. okay. Huh, okay. Trying to okay. start. Love, I love the Metroid games. games. You know. You almost just threw this man under the bus. I've only played. I've only the... played one Zelda game though. So which, which one was that? Phantom Hourglass. First one. Oh bullshit! Uh, oh wow. On the Nintendo. Yeah, the, the original one. You didn't well, play. I didn't, wow. I didn't get a Super Nintendo. I didn't own a Super Nintendo or an N64. So, so I never. This, I okay. okay. The seven times. Oh wait, no, 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 I did play Wind Waker. My bad. So I played two. Okay. I was gonna say, out of the seven times you booted up the Switch, you haven't tried mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild. I own Breath of the Wild, but I've never played it. You're a psycho. I'm telling you, this guy's an AI. Th no, I feel like we had this conversation. Well, hold on. We, we have, but one of my biggest pet peeves in all of gaming is wet weapon degradation and losing your weapons or having to, like, repair mm. it. Yep. And I hear that's, that's a big focus of Breath of the Wild, and I'm telling you, I know myself, I would despise that mechanic. I can, Dude, I can hate the game. Just, once you get the Master Sword, it, it never... it never. Yeah, it doesn't break. Yeah. It doesn't break. It's going to take you a while to get there. Well, I mean, it... it it, it decharges. That's how they yeah. say it. So if the weapon breaks, you just can't use it for like yeah. two minutes. Yeah. You that just, is a thing, though. It just encourages you to keep finding weapons is, and, I guess, the thing. And there's That's weapons the everywhere. You're, you're <laughs> never without a weapon. You always I'm have not, tin I'm swords. Not, I'm not trying to justify it. It, it, oh. it, it can be annoying. I was like, this but... weapon is awesome, and I'm never going to use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hang it up in my this house. This looks really look cool. <laughs> yeah. I, I would hoard the laser weapons, and then when there was a fight, I had to like, get out the laser weapons every time. Man, I'm telling you, they just need to add like a freaking like a Monster Hunter whetstone mm. or a blacksmith, mm. okay. you know? Yeah. Steve says, hey, John, waiting for that Spawn Wave studio tour. Yeah, we'll do that at some point. I'm still setting a lot of stuff up and getting things together. We'll get there. We had to okay. move MVG, too. Look at that room. MVG did. He did one two years ago, MVG, a year and a half ago. Uh, that was at my old place. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. I'll, 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 we'll do one eventually. Maybe over the summer. Rooms. Yeah, there you go. You can compare them. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about Ubisoft. Ubisoft is in some trouble. So oh, this well. was, yeah. Man, Ubisoft canceled three games. Apparently, it's on top of other games they canceled before. And they, there are a few reasons, apparently, for this. Specifically, people started pointing out things with live service games and their sole focus on trying to turn most of their larger franchises into live service games and how development is taking, I don't know if longer than expected or what, but they're not rolling out as fast, seemingly, as they would like them to. So 
we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars in terms of asset basically depreciation write-offs it 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 looks pretty bad for ubisoft now there was one thing that was kind of put out there i think i think if jeff grubbs listening i i think it was something he put out on twitter that i don't know if it was more or less hearsay or just hey this was a thing that did happen and it didn't work out ubisoft even seeking out potential buyers or someone to acquire them and you didn't work out for them it seems like ubisoft is a is in a pretty bad spot right now skull and bones that got delayed again and the only reason they they're doing this is because they have investment almost an agreement with singapore to release the game so they're kind of locked into that and i does that am i missing something with skull and bones does that game look good or anything like am i missing no. it because that game just looks boring i don't know if it's just me but i they show gameplay for it and i'm like i i don't get it this is the game where they took the like the ship combat from yeah black flag right and they tried yeah. to make a game out of it this game yep. looks terrible there's I, no reason for I, this game i played some of it it is a confusing game okay because uh, I, I i have no idea what looks fun necessarily about it i it, it, and that game is definitely costing a lot of money so they it's been in development it's been rebooted over the course of six years i think now who 200 million dollars in call and cost cuts and uh the ceo at ubisoft sent out an email it was viewed by kotaku from i always mess up his name how do you how do you say Ease, Ease Gilmore. Ease, it's Ease Gilmore. Okay, good. All right, that's that's what I've been saying, I think. Or I said Gilmo, Gilmo. Either way, Pepper said you. I he said I need your. This was to to staff. So MVG, picture this showing up. Let's just say in your email box from uh, the the higher up, the CEO, person steering the ship. They say I need your full energy and commitment to ensure we get back on the path to success. I'm also asking that each of you be especially careful and strategic with your spending and initiatives to ensure we're being as efficient and lean as possible. Ball is in your court to deliver this lineup on time and at the expected level of quality and show everyone what we are capable of achieving. I'd be um, updating my resume and (laughs) and getting uh, feelers out for my next... A place of employment that's what i'd be doing talking, if i got any talking to your fellow well, you employees be... about starting up a new company together just you know do, do what you guys want to do start telling people about the carbon engine and come work for you they but the fact that they're bringing up like expenses and hey guys be careful with how much money you're you're spending here and your initiatives it's basically like reel it in we got we got to be careful we gotta we can't we can't just be throwing out too many napkins or anything at this at, at, the, at the in the break room stuff like that it it sounds like there'd be some serious financial concerns then behind the behind the scenes. I mean, it sounds like they're set up to fail right now, and I think that's very very concerning. If you work at Ubisoft, I think I'd be pretty feeling pretty nervous about my time there over the next twelve to eighteen months. Yeah. Oh, OJ's here. OJ. Hey. Good to have OJ well, here. Well. He's in. He's in. <laughs> hey, had a birthday party for my nephew. It was lit. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. I saw that pic. Yeah, yeah, he was playing Mario Kart. He, he was, he was, man, he was happy. Is that what he got? Is that what he got for for uh, for the birthday present? I got him. I got him a Switch Lite, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. I got him a Paw Patrol truck 
I got him a Jurassic Park book. Um, I just bought. I just spoiled him. Dude, that's some I king see. shit. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's good he's, stuff. He's my favorite. <laughs> and then you kicked his butt in Mario Kart, right? Uh, we were just playing single player, so I was just trying to teach him how to play. He doesn't have the motor skills to like play. Well, it's good because you can, so. with Mario Kart in particular, you can turn on auto accelerate and auto steering, and they can just yeah. kind of look at it and it'll yep. and they'll just win. And that's, that's cool what, for that, you know. That's that's what he was doing. He was getting first and second, so he was happy. But yeah, yep. that's all it is. That's all it is. Good to have OJ sorry, here. Sorry to come late, my bad. Uh, we just we talked about the Xbox show, and now we're talking. We're 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 going into Ubisoft now and uh, their their struggles currently. Don't mind me. It doesn't look. Chilling. Doesn't look very good. So we've we've gone with Ubisoft in the industry for decades now. What, what what do we think was the biggest issue that they've run into? Because I they definitely have a successful franchise with Assassin's Creed, right? Like they it does well for them, sells plenty of copies. They have a lot of engagement with it. But I've noticed that Far Cry kind of lost a step. Not that six is bad, but it's just it definitely doesn't have the same kind of. I don't know, shine or luster or whatever from several entries ago, like Far Cry 3 is what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, what, I mean, what's what's the issue with Ubisoft? What do, what do I, they do? I So my thought, I did a video about this. I think that it's just exhaustion. I have played a lot of modern uh, Ubisoft games. I've played the latest season of For Honor. I've eaten Watch Dogs Legion. I've played a bunch of Assassin's Creed. Like, their games aren't getting worse, I think. I think, if anything, they're getting better, but they're so much the same. Like, you mm. just can't get excited anymore because it's like, I mean, people talk about the Ubisoft formula. There is definitely an Ubisoft formula, and they just print it out. And, man, after playing so many of those, like, every year, I thought Watch Dogs Legion's, like, pick a character hacker thing was cool, but after a bit, you're like, okay, like, I've done it. It's just another giant map with 8 billion tiny dots on it. That's just their problem. They're formulaic. That's it. Yeah. And they and once they get comfortable with one thing that works, they apply it to everything until it's exhausted out and they have put themselves in a corner of not knowing what to do. And Assassin's Creed is kind of like their testing ground of trying to expand past that, make it more of like the Witcher for the last couple games. And now they're going back to a smaller Assassin's Creed game for this next one, you know, citing that, you know, fans want a, a smaller Assassin's Creed game that isn't 130 hours of fluff. So, you know, it's they're in a bad spot because they 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 rather than trying something new or doing something different, they go with what's easy and what they can do because they can do that a million times and replicate it against all their games. Okay, go to this, go up a tower, see part of the map, do a few missions, go to another tower, and that's about it. They feel very cookie cutter in that sense and they you're right, they do start feeling the same or at least you know what to expect. Whereas even years and years ago, it it wasn't necessarily like Assassin's Creed. Remember that broke onto the scene with the Xbox 360 and it felt Mm -hmm. new and original and interesting. And then two was even better and they were often running there. But even before that, with their Prince of Persia series that they kind of turned into that that 3D action adventure series and Far Cry was this visual showpiece on the PC, but then they transformed that into the in this interesting open world style that we were just talking about far cry 2 and remember the the mechanic of the fire spreading on the ground stuff like that that felt new and different and it's now it's all the ubisoft, same ubisoft got stuck where a lot of western companies found themselves stuck about five to ten years ago is that budgets have increased mm-hmm. so the cost to develop games is higher than ever 
So what they went to is formulas that are market researched and focus group tested to a T. And what you end up getting are these formulaic releases. Yeah, but this but... is what they believe they need to release to make profit and to appeal to the market. And you can look at some of the games, they do have high sales, but the problems come down to the marketing budgets, the game budgets are still inflated. And they're hoping that by making these focused, tested, perfected games, that the market and the audience is going to respond positively to these releases. Right now, they're not getting those results. The market is kind of resisting these releases because they are boring and they're not finding innovation where they have to look internally and begin to innovate on ideas and on these genres. So when Splinter Cell eventually comes out, it has to deliver an experience that is fresh. It mm -hmm. can't be identical to something that we played a decade ago. And if they're able to capitalize on that, Ubisoft can find success. It's just a matter of, do they have the resources and the money to sustain, to, to sustain themselves mm -hmm. long enough to get to that point? And that mm -hmm. is a big question right now. You know, um, I, kind of to your point, Nate, but I also think Ubisoft, they misread the market and they didn't pivot quick enough. Mm -hmm. And the, one of the reasons why they're in such a state they are they are now is because they don't have that one game that is bringing all the money to pay for everything else. Yeah, they don't right. have an Apex Legends. They don't have a Fortnite. They don't have a Grand Theft Auto. They don't have a game that is, you know, a live service, games as a service that does so they, extremely well. Yeah, I mean, Just Dance. That's about it. Yeah, so, like, you're right. The, the, the budget's ballooned and all these things, but I think also uh, what gamers wanted also shifted and the market shifted and ubisoft i think didn't realize this until too late because then they realized it and they're like all right well we got x defiant we got this tom clancy uh other game and we got the, the division free to play they, and then they basically were like make all the free to play games we can possibly can do because that's what people want but it, it's yeah. all just creatively devoid and none of them are going to be hits right. So now you're in a situation where the, the video game industry shifted very much like a shift in under Bethesda, right? Mm -hmm. And they just, I just don't think yeah, right now that well, they... They've been too slow well, to react. Do you think they're just... And, yeah. do you think and that's just, the thing, like, you can look at Skull and Bones. Probably would have been a good game had it released a year after they announced it. At this mm -hmm. point, it is far too antiquated to find success in the current gaming market. Mm. Six years ago probably would have sold fairly well they've had some success with that free to play or you know games as a service with rainbow six siege yeah huge they success made for them. 300 it is million now last on the, year in that hmm. yeah i think i think all the stuff they're developing is just bleeding them too hard like honestly it's just not coming out like the stuff's yeah. just not hitting the shelves and nobody wants to to buy them because they own 42 studios with like 20,000 employees like who who mm -hmm. who would want to acquire them certainly oh, yeah. not microsoft or or sony or any any of those just way too much to take on and right. it's just... yeah and even though they do have some ips that are very valuable prince of persia assassin's creed all the tom clancy stuff it's just a huge headache to probably absorb a probably some debt and then to have just that amount of employees that you now have to manage, you now have to go through so much tribulation to find what is going to be successful for you. Well, I think also, I think they're just really spread thin. I think they cover like too many things at once because, and chat was bringing it up soon. I was going to say like, uh, they had hyperscape 
and they actually like brought a lot of um of the creators and streamers side um they had like this whole thing where they were really trying to you know bring uh streamers and stuff together with this battle royale and it was actually a really fun battle royale but they they got the skeleton there but there was really no meat to it so people are like oh cool this is awesome what about like the lore what about the cosmetics what about the reward system what about something that's going to keep people wanting to come back to something if you're going to advertise this as a live service and they're like well that's to come in the future and it's like but this game is supposed to be launching for beta literally in like five days what do you mean this is something that's going to come in the future like they didn't even have uh, good integrations like uh you know they they wanted uh, a bunch of us to promote like um fun emotes or or like integrations with the audience which was a really cool concept that other games hadn't done but they were so that they weren't fleshed out properly to where they felt rewarding enough so it's like they had uh -huh. the intention they had the roadmap, but mm -hmm. i don't think they actually had the manpower to make it happen in time and then it kind of just became this thing where it disconnected from the devs to the discord community and then to the streamers um and it, it was kind of unfortunate because it's like it was really it was actually fun for like a good couple of weeks but unfortunately nowadays whether you're like hyperscape or even apex or 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 fortnite or overwatch um when they were trying to dive into that live service creator streamer be at the top of the directory list they really lost that connection with us and it ended up just being like the debt in the way like the devs kind of felt like they were playing favorites a little bit and it felt like the team was too small for the scale they were trying to encompass that a lot of us just fell off because we're like you're not really listening to us like you mm. you want to accomplish it but the communication just isn't there and maybe it's just because the manpower isn't there so it was it was unfortunate because they had something fun for for a very very short time but it just fell flat and i just think it, again it's just they're doing too many things at once i just remember immediately hating that game <laughs> I, I actually, I really, I really did like it. I really did like I remember, it. I remember booting into the first game and hearing that crunchy sound that it makes when you like walk around for some reason. And I was like, what is this audio? And then just what everything a weird, felt bad. What a, you know what? what a weird song, dude? thing to hate. <laughs> to Click's point, I don't, th I think that, yeah, they tried to do too much, but I don't really think it's something that they can't fix. Uh, we've seen some companies kind of get into this, like Capcom to be exact. And, you know, whether we like it or not as gamers, what they did was just double down on what works and kind of the secondary stuff, DMC and Street Fighter. Those are like every now and then we yeah. get something new. But So just double down on what works and you're going to have to probably, you know, cut staff. But if they really seriously work hard on Assassin's Creed and making that into something more then maybe make like an MMO with like Assassin's Creed or make an MMO on something else, Rainbow Six, I don't know, just pick something else and make an actually good MMO and have that MMO, as that incoming revenue. MMOs, even in themselves, OJ, are so, that's, it's so hard of an expectation to live up to, especially when you've had games that have been around for decades. I understand. Um, it's but also it's, the it's, most it's, expensive genre to make. But it's yeah. possible. Look at... Um, mm -hmm. Square Enix with Final Fantasy. Look at Bethesda. Sure. They they have well, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, but the few and, and far between and Fallout on seventy six. Fall seventy six is now making but, money. But for you know? every so, one of those, yeah. you have hundreds of thousands of failures. That, That's the problem well, with MMO. Yeah. They have a big IP that can be more successful. They have Assassin's sure. Creed. They have Assassin's Creed. So yeah. They have Assassin's Creed that can be 
turned into their side MMO thing that they do. And then they can make the main the main games, Assassin's Creed, the main Far Cry, make that better. And then really, that's your two that's your two stuff. And then like maybe every now and then you bring out a dope watchdogs, you kind of do something with that. And then all the other crap that they used to do, like the driving stuff, what was that thing? The ra- what was that called? That racing the crew, the crew, the wanted, crew, it, and all that other stuff. Oh my like, god, I forgot that existed. Riders Republic. Stuff, <laughs> yeah, Riders Republic. All that stuff's got to go. All that stuff goes with the legacy content, like Capcom. All that stuff. This is just legacy. Maybe you bring it out every now and then or something remastered. Capcom. But, Capcom yeah got they did get their one game that was uh monster hunter world that that, yeah. re, that basically saved them monster, monster hunter, world. Yeah. Monster hunter yeah. resident look at the company seven every you year know? they have a big release or two big releases yeah. that everyone's looking forward to in 2023 yeah. turned it around we're looking Could at resident evil 4 remake and street fighter 6 everyone yeah. is excited about those two games it's, if you said this 10 years ago that capcom was going to be back and being a dominant third party as they were in the ps2 mm-hmm. and ps1 generation people would have said really because they are struggling right now and they're a powerhouse once again ubisoft can get to that point but they have to look internally look at the ips that are valuable where they can find success embrace innovation and as oj said if it means you have to lay off some employees you have to downsize if that's the move they have to do to rediscover themselves that's what has to happen and if it's under new leadership or whatever it has to be they have to look inward and reflect and find a new path forward because what they're doing now is going to lead to disaster. They got a roller. What was that roller Rama game? Where they? What did they have? That's some like roller roller drone. Yeah, roller champions. Roller championship. Roller, roller yeah. champ. It's like who cares? Like there's yeah. just too much just stuff that nobody hyperscape. I mean, no, nobody cares about this type of stuff. So I, I know it sounds bad, and I'm not trying to be mean with all the developers and stuff, but like this type of stuff is going to get you like in today's day it's going to get you cooked you know what i'm saying like, it's going to well, get you bodied think, in today's I think, day uh ubisoft even like sent out an, an email a while ago saying like they wanted to get a bunch of people together who had worked previously with them mm. to basically like sit down and be like what are we doing wrong what can we do better um i don't i, I don't know how well that event went um i gave them advice right I there do, me and nate gave him the best advice i, I do want to ask i do want to ask i do want to ask jordan about this because he jordan big assassin's creed fan mm-hmm. he, he alone told me how long assassin's creed valhalla is and i decided no but uh he you do you do play through those is is assassin's creed japan that hype release you think uh it's i think it's going to do a lot for um just the ip in general i think Mm -hmm. it's been the most asked for yep assassin's creed i they just have to be there's going to be two things that happen it's going to come out and it's going to be very close to ghost of tsushima which is also it's a good and a bad thing right because it's like well we have this game already but at the same time it's also a really good game to just have a similar formula to so yeah, I think that one's going to be big. I'm interested to see how this Assassin's Creed does first here. Right. Uh, Mirage. Mirage. Yep. Because it is making it a little bit smaller, more like a classic Assassin's Creed before they uh, they changed everything up. So I'm curious to see how that's there could do. A message could be sent to Ubisoft. If that one does well, they because they're going to build out this Assassin's Creed platform is what they're right. calling it, Infinity. Mm-hmm. You might get more of those mirages thrown in with the, the big Assassin's Creed Red is the code name, I think, in Hex and that kind of stuff. So yeah, and Hex, Hex sounds sounds interesting. So like they're, I think they're having some good ideas that is just, it's taken forever to flesh out. Um, like this whole like connected Infinity thing has been 10 years in the making of just whatever it's going to be and, and, and coming up with it. So... I'm hoping that they uh, 
they it seems like they're starting to treat over the last like five years maybe six years it's felt like they're trying to treat assassin's Creed with a bit more respect because there is gaps in releases there isn't a new release every year it feels like they're taking their time mm. whether you know whether i think that the last assassin's creed game should have had 70 hours worth of nothing filler <laughs> yeah. um it's still a very quality game there's still also, a lot of good in the game they so. gotta after assassin's creed they gotta put some respect back on ghost recon you gotta fix that there's that a lot of properties they have to fix oh and, and, I, you know what just come out with an assassin's creed movie that'll fix everything you know no you know they tried I... that didn't they do that already yeah, yes. it didn't, didn't, yes, they didn't work yeah, too well. well. Michael you know Fassbender. Fassbender. Yes. Fassbender. Yes. Wait, yes, they did. Where, I am, with, where yeah. I am with Ubisoft right now is I was actually surprised they didn't just cancel Prince Persia. Like, that. that's where I am with oh, them. Oh, yeah. That's all time. Yeah, I know. But they actually handed it off to a studio that's actually pretty talented. So I, they kind of they took it and said it has to be good if we're going to try this. I assume it's because, I don't want to say Prince of Persia's future hinges on it, but it might hinge on it so it feels, it feels that way it does kind of right now especially they're like we're canceling all these things yeah, i, I feel like way. splinter cell will be good because it, it doesn't sound like prince of persia and splinter cell are gonna be live you, service titles you know what so. i'm worried about though uh spawn what's that i'm worried that games take so long to make and they cost mm -hmm. so much that when splinter cell inevitably comes out and it doesn't perform up up to the expectations that yves gamon wants <laughs> that they'll just be like, oh, see, we were right. Nobody wants Splinter Cell. We're never doing it again. Splinter Cell, right? it's, it's going to do if yeah. it's as good as we think it can be. Let's just put it like in the context of, okay, it's really good. Like it's mid high 80s or sure. 90s, right? Then yeah. it'll sell. It'll do, it'll do well enough. Yeah, but you, gotta, you got a budget for the so. response. If you're looking to dump a couple hundred million into it thinking people are going to want it, you, no, you're not but, getting that but back. Isn't, but isn't that the sort of the problem with the current Ubisoft is because things take so long and they cost so much that when uh, one or two titles underperform, it really hurts. Their the expectations industry. are pretty high. Protocol, that's protocol a new yeah, IP that supposedly is under, is that like how much does that hurt when well, it, during the free software really doesn't? Another Ubisoft that game that they said underperformed, and I have questions about that one too because I, I don't I don't know it's if it because, really did. It's so. because of the fact that these companies. Just, their budgets grow too much and they expect yeah. every fucking game to sell 15 to 20 million. And that's just not realistic, you know, all because a few games do that doesn't mean all games are going to do that. And you see it with uh, what we're going to talk about with Rabbids. You see it with uh, Callisto Protocol. Like you need to be more realistic about how many copies your game is actually going to sell when you're making the budget for that game, especially if you can't afford it. You know, it's it's a weird it seems like such a basic thing, but I guess it's the whole keeping up with the Joneses thing where, you know, people go into debt to, you know, live as good as their neighbor or something and never get out of it. I do want to pause for a moment to thank the sponsor of the podcast tonight. That's Factor. Evan's got the nice little card for Factor right there. Factor is a great way to meet your nutritional goals while saving time doing it and spending less, less time dining out, less time, money, all of this order in just pick up from a large variety of options with 34 meals each week and over 36 add-on options like smoothies you can also take advantage of their gourmet plus option that is perfect if you need a fast upscale pick i mean i don't want to i don't i don't want to say it's absolutely related but ever since the factor meals started coming in we started doing w's and Warzone. it was just it's crazy stuff there. You can change your order up every week with flexible plans from four to 18 meals. 
If I need a quick lunch because I'm running late in the day, I just pop a factor meal in the microwave and I'm good to go in just a few minutes. Don't stress over the trips to the grocery store, the cooking, cleanup, all of this. Just have it delivered straight to your door. Don't even think about that stuff. Head over to go.factor75.com slash spawnwave60. Use code spawnwave60 to get 60% off your first factor box. That's go.factor75.com slash spawnwave60. Use code spawnwave60 to get 60% off your factor box. Big thank you to Factor for sponsoring night's podcast okay let's talk about mario rabbits mario rabbits came what? in under hold expectations hold on john what? john i, I think uh, uh i, I, I think jump out. yeah i'm sorry i'm having a really bad motion sickness i love you chat uh i'm gonna go vomit uh this week i have a big video about uh monster hunter rise on playstation 5 and persona on next gen consoles all right i'm gonna go puke i love y'all fuck callisto yikes <laughs> damn, damn man that's factor check out factor Link down in the description. Shout out to them. Let's talk about Mario Rabbids. <clears throat> and we'll also talk about Callisto as well. But Ubisoft has said that Mario Rabbids with initial sales, specifically through the holidays, and it seemed like it was covering that last quarter of the year, basically, uh, came in under expectations or underperformed for them. But they did say in the long run, they think it'll it'll end up panning out. But I think they were expecting more upfront for Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. And this was just part of that really bad overall financial report they put out there uh, discussing cancellations, Skull and Bones still being around, Beyond Good and Evil 2 still being a thing, and asking everyone to kind of cut back a bit. But this brought up the question, what, what exactly happened here? Because Mario Rabbit Sparks Hope, that's it's a good game. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I... I don't know if it still had the same effect as that initial one did because that was it was weird seeing Mario with a gun and having it, it thrown into this XCOM tactical style. But Sparks Hope was it was more of that, just better. Like so, they they did yes. some good stuff with it, but came in under expectations. And this is once again we just we just talked about it. Expectations are they are they too high because of these budgets? It's a combination of budgets and also shareholders. You come in wanting to boast that you're going to have, you know, X amount of sales to get people excited and investing into your company. And then the game comes out and it sells well. But when you're expecting 5 million sales in three months and you come in at two and a half million sales, well, it underperformed. Most mm. companies would be happy with that type of success. But no, you wanted higher. You put your marketing budgets to you know, high ranges, you put in a, hundreds of millions of dollars into the game. So you set yourself up for failure and then you have to, you're stuck. What do you do? How does Ubisoft believe this game is going to sell 5 million? Especially on a like, single console. Like, Yeah, I mean, the first game was really, really cool and interesting and, and fun and unique. This one is really good. It's a good game. I have it. I, I really like it, but it's just kind of more of the same. Like I never really felt like it was going to, you know, sell gangbusters like the first game did. And 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 I don't know. I, I just feel like they completely just misjudged the amount of sales they were going to make in this game. The first one definitely sold well as it got cheaper. Like there was a point where I don't say they're giving it away, but that thing was like ten bucks at one yeah. point on the eShop. It was. It, it sold a lot after it got discounted, and I, I agree with Nate. You know, I'm looking at. I think that there was some competition. You know, uh, and and I know Nate feels that it's not really that big of a deal, but I do think that if you looked at that MPD sales chart for that following month, which would be November. Um, which was, or in November, where they talked about Octobers, you know, there was multiple games. There was Bayonetta 3, there was Mario Plus Rabbids, and Mario Plus Rabbids was the top. It, it outsold 
Bayonetta, and I think it did better than Persona as well on the Switch charts. On the eShop, it was right up there. On Amazon right now, it's right up there. At the $40 price point, it's still selling really good. So it seems like their expectations was pretty high considering they didn't have Assassin's Creed, they didn't have anything else, and that was a Mario game, and there was no other big Mario game or no other big, you know, Nintendo type of IP outside of Pokemon. So I, I, I was... Maybe they were thinking that since, hey, there's not anything outside of Pokemon that's really huge that we could really sell like maybe 3 million copies or something like that. And they probably sold like half of that or less, you know, or a little bit less. They like, probably sold like one point something, you know? I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't be surprised if when they were originally giving projections on this title that they were operating under the assumption that the Mario movie would have released around the time of the game. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that, that would have helped. a fair point, yeah, with marketing. That would have helped. Because, yeah. like, even how Nintendo kind of treated this game, it was in almost every Direct in 2022. This was getting a huge marketing push. This was the Mario game of 2022. And then it yeah. came and yeah. went. There wasn't a lot of conversation immediately following its release. Even review coverage and following coverage was very muted Whoa. in comparison to the original release. And it can be because it's an iterative sequel. It didn't really offer that much in terms of innovation. Because when the first game leaked and was shown at E3, it was a Whoa. Yeah, it was a big deal. Look yeah. at this game. This is way better than I was ever considering it, it could be. And people were excited about it. They were, you know, enthralled by what they saw. This game came and it was like, it's more of the same. It'll be fun. And then Ubisoft has the stigma of, the game comes out in October. By January, it's going to be $25. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why are you going to buy it at full price, knowing full well it's going to be 65% off in two and a half months? Does that mean that it's not a gotta have a game then? No, it, no it's one I of think those consumers games. Consumers are just educated enough now that they know they can wait. It's like that with all Aren't Ubisoft because games. Because Mad Madden was like one of the top performing games of the, that's, of the that's, year. Because EA has an unfair, and we all know, no competition um and they buy the nfl license you know what i'm saying like they buy the nfl license so it's, if you want to play football american football it's the only game if 2k was still allowed to make a football game it wouldn't be like that for ea but they're cowards and they're frauds and they need that you know so <laughs> let's just be keeping it real like two nfl 2k5 is still better than any of the shit it's pretty good released. yeah it's Excuse still me, good i'm getting angry because I, I really like american football and i love to play the batting games <laughs> or the games back in the day and they suck now they're terrible 2k 2k5 is still better than all the stuff that they released today so that's the reason why madden still sells it's like okay well there's no other option well, I just I think in the case for for Mario Rabbids is people were intrigued with the idea of the two, you know, coming the two franchises coming together at first. And it mm. was kind of something that was like a WTF moment. And I think the sequel now it's like, oh, that's cute. But I, I think a lot of people were like, I'm just going to watch someone else play it or like, I'm just going to like I'll catch it in bits and pieces, but I don't really care to to play through the whole thing. And the genre is not even necessarily everybody's like the most popular of genres. So nope. I don't know. I, I just not think it's one that. of those. I think it's one of those things that um, I think it's like a a, a fun one time thing. But if you're expecting it, I don't know. I think it's. I, I actually do think it's kind of similar to how Avatar was, where you know the sequel for Avatar: Way of Water you know has done drastically less not only a was it a substantially more amount of time for the sequel but b it's just like it's not as enthralling anymore because 
oversaturation of games and, and the idea has been done so is that movie doing like crazy good yeah though? avatar's not the best example for avatar yeah. the first avatar took forever to make its money this this is hitting almost two billion really fast yeah no, i was gonna say hold on i mean in the sense no because like from what i'm experiencing is i have a lot of people that were absolutely 1000 percent like they were avatar they're like everything their entire personality was avatar and now they're just like mm. Yeah, but like people still it. going to see the movie. There's people going to see it multiple times. Like I see people going to see it like three, four times though. I Clint. think our feed's different <laughs> thing because I see a lot of people being like, it yeah. was good, but like it's just more the same. But they're making way more money. Like they're making a hell of money though. That's what well, I'm trying to say. That, but that I mean, that's not necessarily the reception that I'm experiencing. Like I, I'm telling you, when people have literally like they would sacrifice their child to AWA if they could have, like that's how much of their personality it was. That's not that's not the experience that they're having now. Now well, they're just like when you okay, first see when you see Avatar one back then when it came out, regardless of what like people thought of the story or anything like that, you experience something new that you've never seen before. A world that looked as tangible and real as is anything you could ever imagine with some of the craziest new invented technology at the time. And now, 13 years later, it's that same technology, that same world, but now perfected in a much more crafted light, but it's still the same thing we experience. So it's not as seeing it with fresh eyes again. So that, to an extent, it's a little bit different. That's literally what I'm saying, though. It doesn't hit yeah. as hard. I'm saying Mario Rabbids is not hitting as hard. That's literally what I'm saying. Okay. It's also a boring I, game. I was just so. talking about, like, financially. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about finances. I'm talking about the wow factor. Is it, I don't, oh. I don't yeah, care about how many people? Do you think people bought Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle at first, thinking it was just a Mario game, and then they got it, and they're like, what is this? And then they just I mean, they didn't look in a sequel? Potentially, but also, what percentage of the sales ended up being heavily discounted when they were selling it for 1999 with the DK expansion, where people were getting expansion? all this extra content there with, is. yeah, you can play as Donkey Kong. Yeah, but if the game if the game is good oh, and you're like, wow, I really like this game, I'm buying the sequel day one when it comes out, then. But how many people? Yeah, well, that, that's that people way. saying yeah, day one. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, we talk I mean. we talk about like the the Ubisoft formula being a problem. What if the true Ubisoft formula is cutting your game's price after a month? Like, Can what they? if that's the biggest of the problems? Problem. Like, Sparks of Hope could maybe see a sales surge once we get the Rayman expansion coming. Uh, I don't I'm wondering if it's Rayman this it? fans to the franchise. Is this it for Ubisoft and Mario, like, tactics game? Is that, this is, is this the end of it? it yeah, I think so. I think yeah. this is it. You think they continue with Rayman? I'd be cool with if that. If they want to lose some money, expansion sure, goes, maybe. Sure, they can just use the same engine, use the same thing, Snowdrop, and just, they want to make a, like, you know, maybe not as big of a game, because Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope is pretty substantially bigger than the first game, mm -hmm. like, when it comes to certain things. Mm -hmm. They just want to maybe cut it down a little bit and make make a smaller tactics game with Rayman. I mean, it won't do anywhere near as well, but it can still be like a fun little side thing for them to do if they, you know, if they feel like it, because, like, the game is good, you know? The game is, like, solid. It's fun to play. Um, and I think it'll do well over time. I think uh, that that type of game is going to do well. But like Evan said, the problem, the real problem is cutting your game. You're not going to make as much money if 
your game is always discounted all the time. That's that's a problem that they're dealing with right now. People just look at numbers. You also got to look at how much it actually brings in and like what you're actually selling back to like to the retailers. If it's, if they're only taking orders at thirty twenty dollars or whatever, you're not making much off the game. So that's a that's a big problem with Ubisoft games. And you know, anytime people have mentioned to say, well, no, it's all about day one. It's like, well, no, <laughs> like the games people wait for Ubisoft games. That that's a big issue. They gotta they gotta I, take care. Of I that don't even think it, they can change it because if they just if they if they drop a game and it doesn't go on discount after a month well, there'll still be people like when when's it happening and then it just <laughs> won't keep happening and they'll be like you know what i don't even want this game and, and, I, and then I just move on how you fix that is the the um like the quality of the game needs to be higher i mean right now they have good quality games don't get me wrong but none of them are game of the year type none of them are up like let's say like monster hunter or go back to you or go back to capcom none of them are up to resident evil or like you know stuff that's like the highest right so they need to increase like their metacritic score or they need to increase the quality of the game so therefore people value it a bit more mm. so i i think that'd be the only way that they can try to fix that see that's Let's the thing with ring mario ring. rabbids is i think you could look to the first game and you could say this is innovative this is creative mm -hmm. the been second a one, one just felt mm. formulaic i could see that yeah and it's, that's the ubisoft problem I don't really have much of an opinion on this, but I want to say I think they'll make another one for the Switch 2 because mm. I did hear my buddy MVG say that the Switch 2 may not have back compat, so oh, you God. can't play your older... What about the Switch yeah. so, so you think they'll just remaster it or something? Play this new one. There you go. Right, MVG? <laughs> MVG? No, they'll make a collection yeah, of Yeah, they'll, they'll remaster one and two and just re-release. $60. Sadly, I get the Switch 70. Pro first, so we got a long time. There were a couple of videos today about Backward compatibility, like three people on the cast made videos. Thanks for the olive branch, dude. That video is doing good for me. You're welcome. <laughs> and I linked you guys' video too, so people went and checked out your your uh, there you go. podcast from it. Evan, we have Discord questions over there. After a mini fridge, controller hoodies, and cookies, what do you oh, think gosh. the next oddball Microsoft announcement will be? How dare you forget mm. the soap? Games. Oh. Dude, the body wash, yeah. the American Girl dolls. Yeah. Xbox Wait, got some uh, off the wall marketing, man. I hey, like I like MVG's answer. MVG, say your answer again. Xbox Gear look pretty legit. What do they Games. need? Games. That's a good answer. Ooh. That's a good answer. Uh, That's the number one doubt. answer. I don't know if I'm if, I don't know if I'm old or not, but putting like the, the hoodie on the controller just seemed it's cozy gaming, earlier, right? Come on, it's cozy. Oh, don't it's cozy say that to Sean. Don't Sean, say that to Sean. Sean, what's <laughs> your take on get a little cozy chilly? Game. You know. <laughs> One day I'll start that war. Not you today, just don't care about your controller. Keep it warm. Oh, well, okay. All right. Yeah, another Discord question. Are the days of game hunting for deals in stores, garage sales, pawn shops over, or are there still opponents out there? It feels over. like it's over. It's over. Uh, no, 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 you're just not, you're just not going to swap meets it's and flea markets and stuff like that. It's not completely over, but you're not going to find something every time you go out. Yeah, I, I think yeah. there still are deals. I don't care. I, in a perfect world, I'd get rid of all this shit and Let's buy another car and drive into a wall. I did. There was, a, there was a garage sale. And I saw I saw Xenosaga one and two for thirty five dollars, and I bought another copy wow. of it. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's still it's it's just it's nowhere near like it was a decade ago. Oh, it's sure. never gonna be that way because everyone has a fucking cell phone and everyone thinks they're fucking games. Yeah, everyone's they're... checking the prices of the games now before mm -hmm. they're putting them out on the curve. Exactly. Yeah, you. Uh, to me, if you're out at a flea market and you're selling on dirt, not inside a store, like there, there's a discount immediately for it. So unfortunately, I would go out at times like years ago 
and people would have them priced like retail or higher mm. outside on like a blanket or a table or something and it's like eh. I see, uh, that it was it was fun while it lasted. I see people in the chat saying Xbox condoms that actually existed Ooh. when Halo Two came out. Mm -hmm. They had right. promo condoms, yep. and I think it said like Halo Two coming soon. <laughs> sold it. They sold them at the midnight release. I I, I would never do that. <laughs> midnight another release. Another another ancient to, like, practice. To like finish the fight would be. A no good one was too. finishing when they got <laughs> Halo. Prepare for the flood. <laughs> I've heard MVG laugh in a long time. You're welcome, MVG. <laughs> do, you have, do you have another Discord question? Where, he's not laughing, man. He's Jesus. thinking I've had a couple too, too many close calls to be laughing. Which set of these GBA games should I play first? The for the first time, Golden Sun One and Two, or Fire Emblem and Fire Emblem: The Sacred Stones? Oh, Golden, Golden Sun. Fire Emblem, please. <laughs> Golden Sun's dead, dead franchise. Golden That's why Sun. You play it first. <laughs> At least yeah, our main protagonist doesn't have toothpaste here. It's dead. Oh man, we're not talking about the new Fire Emblem. He said the old Fire Emblem. Yeah, but you said Golden Sun's dead. But yeah, your franchise is, is now toothpaste. Play three houses. That's that doesn't have toothpaste. That should have been one house. Too <laughs> many houses. Too many houses. Not enough doors. Oh man. Hey. Here's the kingdom. There's the door. There's the door. All right. <laughs> Glad around around question, Evan. How do we feel about the public interest of each of the major console developers' big 2023 games, specifically like Starfield versus Spider-Man 2 versus Tears of the Kingdom, or like whatever we assume is the big one for Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo? How do we like how do public we like public, public interest? Like what what people oh. seem to be really interested in? Oh, uh, Everyone, everyone's hyped, in my opinion. From what for I all, see for all, all of them? Yeah, I feel like everyone's yeah. pretty excited for Starfield, Zelda, and Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, of the three, I'd probably say Spider-Man 2 has the most hype around it just because Spider-Man and Marvel and everything is such a hype machine still. So people you mean are really from like the mainstream perspective? Yeah, wouldn't that be the public? I, I, I kind of feel like Zelda is going to have like a crazy reception when that drops. I mean, it's going to have the biggest install size for it. There's a lot of hype surrounding all all the games. Zelda's coming sooner. Obviously, Spider-Man's at the end of the year. But I mean, they're all big. It's hard to really quantify yeah. right right now. Um, but like, I think that even like Final Fantasy, you know, is that people are getting excited for that as well. Oh, Final, Final Fantasy! Final the Final hype 16. for that game is off the charts right now. Yeah, Man. yeah. So I, I think that there's plenty of hype. I mean, there's enough hype to go around for <laughs> for all these uh, mm -hmm. for all these big games because they're all going to do really well they're all going to sell extremely well so well i mean i don't know starfield it's like game pass so that'll be interesting but it's going to be it's exciting high, you just get it on high game pass yeah it's high download stuff. numbers they're all going to have high rate of people playing them people playing it. Yeah. yeah 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 but that starfield is also on steam so i'm sure it'll sell really well there mm -hmm. yeah yeah steam. true hmm. yeah it'll yeah high on life there. high on life yeah. like was like it, almost top yeah, the charts sold very well on steam i mean it's also hard to gauge which game's going to have the best public reception because None of these games have actually started their marketing cycles. We haven't mm, seen the hype TV commercials yet, the trailers and everything. So there's a lot of time to really see how the public is going to respond marketing to any material. of these. Once the marketing kicks in, that's going to be the barometer to really gauge what the public is reacting to. I think if they if they advertise Tears of the Kingdom well, like they did the first, like with Breath of the Wild. I mean, granted, they had the launch of the Switch to kind of catapult the advertisement for Zelda as well. Um I don't know. I'm I'm kind of curious with 
with Tears of the Kingdom seeming darker a little bit. Um, I'm kind of curious how they're gonna how they're gonna approach that and how they're gonna be able to make it attractive to parents who might not necessarily know it's a sequel. Like how they're gonna make that attractive for them to want to buy it for their kids. Yeah, that was like that's what I was gonna easier ask. Easier to market. Yeah, I was gonna ask if it was a mistake to call it Tears of the Kingdom and not Breath of the Wild too. I mean, hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think they'll. I think they'll have like the Legend of Zelda, like be like the the main, and then like Tears of the Kingdom. You know, obviously, as not the main focus for for marketing. I think mm-hmm. like the Legend of Zelda is what's going to be the the main the the main obviously like the uh, title card. I guess you could say. I don't. I don't know. I just. I'm curious how what the commercials are going to look like what they're going to focus on because like the first trailer from the following trailers were kind of very different so i think if they went with like the later trailers and you know showed more doors and stuff like maybe we'll be okay but you know if you're showing if you're showing if you're only like showing dehydrated ganon and stuff like that um i think spider-man would have a little bit more of the uh, well-rounded marketing let me me more doors let me go to john o says congrats again click Hope the move and replacement process is going well. One step at a time. And then, uh, Sean, how how much to bring back the No Mercy commentary videos? (laughs) Oh, God, I don't know. Tables, Ladders, Uh, and Sean's already set up for it, right? It'd be great. Oh, there it is. The panel's dead. I mean, I got rebranded. Oh, Oh, that's right. Mm. (laughs) uh, Steve said... Waiting for that Spawn Wave Studio tour. Okay, cool. There we go. Dis- Disruptor says, I think Ubisoft might get bought out by Tencent or possibly Sony. Sony could turn Tom Clancy into their COD if Microsoft Activision deal goes through. I don't know if it's worth, I don't think it's worth Sony buying Ubisoft right now. We just talked about the employee headcount and all of this. Harang says, High on life, better than God of Snore. Ooh, I don't know if I'd say that. <laughs> that is the hot no. take I think I've God heard of more in a very long time. Life, yeah. Icy take. Flaming hot take. CJ, CJ says, <laughs> uh, What do you think will happen to Squanch Games if Justin Roiland is found guilty? Nothing. No idea what happens with all of that. No clue. What, like, I don't know. Not sure. Rick and Morty ends. Oh. Sad Brad says, much love to everyone on the cast finishing up Xenoblade 3 this weekend, and it's a 10 out of 10. After that, I'm Yo. moving on to Quest 64, which is also a 10 out of 10. Let's go. <laughs> hey, hold on. Yeah, he's got some great judgment there. Wait a minute there. No, wait. No, no. <laughs> Rab- it's a good company. Rabbit Xenoblade, says, Xenoblade, yes. This message is brought to you by RHC85's Road to 500K. Make sure you click that button. Click the button. Now Jordan's already got there before me, though. It's, uh, <laughs> my, I drove my car into another wall. <laughs> Start talking about cartoons. There you do. go. No, I don't. What am I going to talk about? Turtles, talk about Simpsons. Dragon Ball Z. Review every oh, Simpsons yeah, episode. Oh, yeah, you can talk about Dragon Ball Z. Dude. I watched Dragon Ball Z Dude. for the first time in 2023. No. Oh, that'd be, oh, that'd, that'd be, be good. cool. I'm good. <laughs> You're you welcome. react to Raditz killing Goku. You're welcome. I'm, I'm, I'm good on you that. You just ruined it for him. Or did I? Which says, I, I, I'm not watching it. So. What's what's up, everyone? Love you guys. I Find finished. out next time on Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. I just finished playing Uncharted Four, and it was great. Do you think Ubisoft <laughs> should get a little more linear to focus on story and gameplay, kind of like Naughty Dog? Yes, yes, yes. They need to do something different. JD says the division launch was a failure. Servers were at capacity for a week, and it alienated a lot of would-be players for that series. The division Two story was also atrocious. Completely forgot about that game to be oh, honest. Yeah, the Division. Apparently, Division Two just came out on Steam as well. Like they just launched it on Steam. Oh, really? And it's I saw it at the top of the store as like a new release. I was like, "What the fuck's this?" And it had mixed reviews. I thought it was funny. Power says, "What is everyone's favorite video game boss?" 
Wow. Favorite video mm. game boss. You know I mean, I feel like I you can get weird with it and say Psycho Mantis just because of the weird stuff they would do at the time. Yeah. But like actually fighting a boss. I have huh. to say it's probably got to be like Noah Prime from Astral Chain. Do you remember oh. that? That, oh, that yeah. final boss of Astral nope. Chain? I didn't <laughs> like the final boss. The angel from before it was way better. Evan, I stopped playing yeah, after the motorcycle. The final, okay. the final boss was a rhythm God, fight. Just take a giant shit all over my personality. It's how I bro. live. Like, you're gonna be like, These are the like moments I wake up for. <laughs> Evan has never felt so alive. Evan comes into my chat. Brush my like, teeth, look you. in the mirror, and I'm just like, who am I going to screw over today? Click his stream. <laughs> That's my target. I mean, I don't know who the best boss fight is, but the one that I've probably had the most trouble with that I, when I beat, I, you know, was like, fuck yeah, was uh, Ishin, Sword Saint from Sekiro. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were gonna. Oh. Say, I thought you were gonna go Elden Ring and say Melania. Oh. I was gonna say Melania. Yeah, Melania. Oh, off, to the off, off to the patch, by the way, Rand. Off to the patch, not the not the before the patch. Oh, when not you beat not the before game. when I beat her like the yeah. third time with yeah, minus with minus the nerfs. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I remember going through that that boss. I think I I think I spent three hours trying mm. to beat that boss. Mm. So it was pretty memorable for me, and that's like the last one I really remember. Odie from the first level of Garfield caught in the act because most people can't figure it out, but he's a vampire. So people just try to hit him as he's going from coffin to coffin. But you got to go on the the um, the uh, you got to pull up the blinds. When you pull up the blinds, the sun will hit him and then you hit him. Uh, OK, right. Myth, Top tier strats right here. Persona Persona 6 in college P3 remake for people upset. Oh, P6 isn't high school. Uh, and then T. Joe says, I think they have too many cooks in the kitchen for every project. Just have one studio on a AAA game and maybe two others run support. Also, the Guillermo family needs to give Ubisoft to someone else. Uh, it sounds like they were kind of trying, so I don't know. Myth says, here's the Kingdom of Launch with $30 expansion. And, oh, have that spread out for the next year and a half. No, they'll do 60 and then they'll still do the expansions. No, that's what I mean with a, with a with a thirty dollar expansion. Like they'll have an expansion pass with Tears of the Kingdom. Like, will they reveal that? I assume they would. That they would have like a twenty five or thirty dollar expansion. Yeah, like they did Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I think they would reveal it like a direct or so after the game already comes out, so people have time to play it. And then they're like, "But your journey's not over yet." Well, it's like what they did with the the champions thing at the yeah. Game Awards. TJ says the expansion pack was revealed before the game. Like you were able to pre-order it, and like you can get like that that switch T-shirt and all that. So they were already taking the thirty dollars right. beforehand. TJ says Ubisoft is a horribly mismanaged company, and I think that's the big reason, coupled with, with abuse, why Beyond Good and Evil Two, and and are are delayed to infinity. Skull and Bones. I think employees are scared to work on these games. There, there was there was talk. I think in one of the articles or reports about bonuses and things being tied to the games. And if you work on a game that's just not coming out, then you're just not getting a bonus. So I, yeah, there might be something to that where they, it's like hot potato. Who's working on it right now? Because it's not me. Hewitt says the most common thing I saw online was people were waiting on a deep sale with Rabbids. Ubisoft puts their games on sale so much that people will return or wait until later to return and buy them. Who can blame them? Well, it is a, it's a good strategy with Ubisoft. It's shown time and time again. And I do want to recognize once again, John O. Happy to see the whole gang here. And then John asks, 
oh, what, what's the best way to donate to streams to support people is in who takes the least from you? Well, technically, it's if, if a streamer has Streamlabs, technically there, because when you go through Super Chats, which it, it, it's fine, right? Because it's, it's obviously it's convenient for people to go that route with it. Uh, it's it, you, YouTube takes 30% YouTube and then they generally give you like payout like a month and a half later or something. So, but either, either, either any of that's fine, John. Uh, but about Mario Rabbids, I'll support a game day one if it looks good, but Ubisoft, I won't because I know it'll be a third of the price in a month. So, what if they just kicked out the door on that game and just dropped it at $10 day one? Like, <laughs> <laughs> if people would be like, is it going to be three dollars next month? Yeah, waiting for it to drop. When will it be a dollar fifty? Three ninety nine special. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, oh, and then Mike Odyssey. Shout out to Mike Odyssey. I feel my Mario Plus Rabbids would have been more successful had they made it with the Mario RPG battle and leveling system. And Mario RPG well, two. Wouldn't really be Mario Plus Rabbids. It wouldn't really be what they were building off of. You know. Let's talk yeah. about Callisto Protocol. Good Callisto game. Protocol. It came in uh, actually well under well underperformed what they were expecting. We talked about expectations. This one was a little surprising though, because they apparently thought five million copies. This is based on a report, by the way, from mk-odyssey.com. It's a news article that went up. So I I guess this is correct. Although we'll see. But they were expecting five million. Came in less than two million to close out the year. In fact, they're not expecting it two million within the year and according to mk odyssey it 161 million dollars for this game well what was their gauge what 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 gave them the five million expectation I, hope streams market research data mm. focus groups i don't know i guess they were just looked around they're like this should be five million and that was i don't $161 million dollars for callisto just protocol that feels like a lot it looks expensive, though. Insane it, amount it of money. looks expensive, right? Yeah, I mean, they got a bunch of B-list actors and, and mo-capped them all. So, you know, like I yeah. feel like they went completely overboard with the amount of spending they had to do for this game. And I don't know, I mean, I don't know where that, that money, that dollar amounts come from, but that is serious amount of money that you're spending on your first game as a, as a new studio trying to kind of get a foothold in the industry. I think they're really misjudged. Uh, a lot of things about the game and by the way i i really like the game i'm one of the people that like the game quite a lot so but i i am quite concerned that they spent so much money on that game and got hardly anything in return marketing was good like they had like i saw it on tv i saw it on tv quite a bit yeah. and yeah and they had that chick from the boys she dude i cool. saw they were playing callisto commercials during the world cup i mean that's yeah. that's, that's pretty gotta big. be that's gotta be where most of that budget and was where they <laughs> paid jeff Keighley, didn't they pay jeff Keighley? they were paying jeff Keighley left and right too right for all the isn't paying yep. ads and stuff they you ran know, ads i mean they they, they spent a, a grip on marketing. so who bankrolled this game that's like, the other question because who's... this is the studio it's their first game yeah but it's, it's it was Elon published. Musk. yeah but isn't it was, isn't it, it was published by crafton yeah who crafton. does PUBG. yeah so they they have a lot of money but if you if you do just some very quick math with the price the game sold at with the reported figure of two million, after all the cuts, licensing, and all that, the revenue would have been in the area of about ninety-eight million dollars, which means you lost sixty-two million dollars on this project. 
if this were Ow. a normal game company, they probably would have gone bankrupt on this release. Yeah, that's what have done it, right? Crafton just they just have a lot of money that they can probably weather this hiccup in the road. Now, you obviously have to wonder, are we going to get a sequel now? Or is this kind of put the franchise on pause? What's next for the studio? I mean, you have to say this is a failure. Say so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Callisto in its, on its own was average. Average game? 7.5, 8, around there. I mean, I feel like that. People are going to, I think there are a lot of people consider that high even. It's just, I I kind of already forgot about it. The ending wasn't good. I think Uh, as a $70 game in today's day, like how people look at review scores, they look at, and if they see that yellow on that, I I know, (laughs) I know you shouldn't look at that, guys, but it's a part of it. It's just, no, it is. It is. I mean, bonuses sometimes are apparently tied to Metacritic, which is crazy. Yeah. So when they see that low 70s, $70, no multiplayer. That's an instant. Nope, I'm good. For a it lot also of launched the... on PC in a dreadful no. state. That was pretty yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right about that. But like, I think that if the score was higher, maybe it would have maybe more people. Uh, but at seventy dollars, I mean, I think people are just going to be we like, figured nah, out how some of these it. games like this come out in that state where it's basically unplayable on a platform. That's isn't that crazy? Do we, we should, like. Do, does no one like think about that? Like how how in the world did this game come out in this state where it's, you can't even play it? Dragon Ball Z Kakarot launched the other day, but it didn't launch because it doesn't work on the Xbox. They had to delay the launch after it came out and people figured out that it does not work. Because it's rushed to hit a certain date to meet within their fiscal year. But they announced it that it was happening like months ago. Like with the release date for Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, it was just an update to the already existing game. Like I don't, I don't understand. Well, I can't even play it anymore. Out, so. I'm blaming they, M- uh, MVG. I'm just I can't even blame it. I'm, I'm calling out Bandai. They said they'll patch it. I'll take the blame for it. Thanks a lot, MVG. You ruined Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, MVG and your developer friends. Fuck that game. Or Man, why didn't you like Callisto? Why didn't I like Callisto? I think my expectations were a little high based on the pedigree and i think i was expecting uh dead space more and what i got was a game that was like almost fighting orientated with the dodging and the, the focus on the melee which i didn't really care for the beginning i did feel the game got a little bit better when you got the weapons but i also felt the enemy variety was extremely lacking all the enemies basically were the same they all did the same attacks it's like one punch or one punch two punch and I didn't find the story interesting, and I thought the acting was pretty substandard, especially for, like, a $70 game. So my enjoyment was very muted. Like, I I mean, I thought it was okay, but uh, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought it would. And if they don't make a sequel, I wouldn't be heartbroken. I actually wouldn't either. I'd be fine with it. I'd be like, yeah, they tried. Hey, Dead Space coming up soon. We're good. We're good over yeah. here. We got, the, we got the real one coming the soon. Real we, got, one. we got Dead Space, the better one. Thank so. you. Thank you. <laughs> People over here tell me I'm crazy. And then please remake Dead Space 2 as well. I, I really hope we get remakes of Dead Space 2 and 3 in this quality. Well, you, you don't have to remake 3. You can just make a no, brand you know, new Dead Space 3. <laughs> no, you can, you can remake 3. 3 gets you split the timeline? Shit. Just do alternate timeline for that one? Just pretend 3 didn't exist? <laughs> 
I don't get the oh. hate for three. It's not. It's Old not as good as the other ones, but it's not as bad as people like. Didn't to they make lock it. guns behind microtransactions? Yeah, microtransactions was the problem. Yeah, you can shit on that. You can shit on EA. That's <laughs> yeah. their fault. Yeah. yeah. Well, if they remake it, maybe they wanted to do that. Man, I would love mm. Dead Space Two remade as well. That'd be so sick. Let's see how this. I, I from what they've shown, it's looking pretty good. So I'm excited for the Dead Space remake. And uh, wow, that's soon. That's two weeks. Two weeks. Think, wow. So do you do we think it's mediocre reviews plus seventy dollar price tag, which scared people away? Yes. I think those reviews. I think those reviews. And when people figured out what it was, that it's. I wasn't expecting the melee, rhythm or combat, single. I, I wasn't expecting any of that. I, I, think, I thought it was gonna be closer think, to like a dead space, but well, see, that's right there. I think out. is the real thing that hurt. It's word of mouth. Is that yeah. there was nothing after mm. launch to compel people to give the game a shot after seeing negative reviews. So after the holiday season concluded, sales dropped off, and now why would anyone be saying, "Oh, you got to play Callisto Protocol" when Dead Space is just two weeks away? They're gonna yeah. say, "You got to play the Dead Space remake," then. Maybe once some future patches, new content comes to Callisto Protocol in the coming months, people can recommend it. It will obviously go on sale by then. But where they also made a huge error is it's a new IP. How could you have had internal expectations of 5 million copies, established IP, take time to get to that figure? And they thought they were going to hit that out of the gate? That's just absurd. That's that is bad abs- management. That is, abs- that is absurd, especially for survival horror. Like, look how long it's taken certain franchises to even get to that. I mean, established games right. like Fire has, Emblem aren't even to that yet, and that's Dead Space, highly reviewed game. You know, did either did any of the Dead Space trilogy sell over five million copies? I think because oh, EA complained every life, single time I, that they didn't yeah. sell very well. So, they like, speak now think of that. Think of that in this scenario. What were they thinking? They had to be looking at Resident Evil Protocol to sell over five million copies when the Dead Space trilogy never did. Resident they, Evil, John. They had to have looked at Resident Evil and been like, "Look at this massive like revival of the horror genre with some action involved. We'll, we'll do to, that. It'll work." To hit, to hit five. I mean, I think Resident Evil it didn't hit five million till the. Well, I'm talking so, about like the Resident Evil 2 remake and Resident Evil like oh, Resident Evil okay. 2 remakes right. over 10 million copies now. Yeah, like, but why are you comparing yourself to Resident Evil? Hey, that's, that's, yeah, that's you the, shouldn't yeah, that's, be. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's what they were doing. Yeah. And, uh, I don't yeah, know. Mentioned, you mentioned Evil word of mouth. Mm. You you mentioned word of mouth, Nate. You know you know what game mm-hmm. didn't it had really good word of mouth. High, High on in life, MVG. High in life. It did. It I had mean, positive word of mouth immediately <laughs> following launch and what happened it topped the steam sales chart i mean let's and... be real let's be real those expectations were probably built up to get that budget to balloon that much in the first place they're like you know we we could push it out in the state or we or we get more money put into it but because we're gonna we're expecting this many sales at i don't know it's i'm trying to figure out ways that they came to that determination that five million was gonna happen when it's drugs I think they thought they just had a very exciting new IP that was going to hit on every note. And then it came out and it did not hit on those notes. And did they try to fight more than one enemy at once? Cyberpunk (laughs) sold 14 million copies and it didn't even work. All I know is I'm I'm glad my thoughts on the game are justified. I knew I was right all along, but I couldn't prove it until now. But you could prove it once the what's it called? Once the release came out. (laughs) I mean, I could prove it when people who, you know, played the game, except for apparently Sean, Nate, MVG. 
Basically everyone else. Hey, Rand's here though. He's got my back on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's got my back. It's solid. It's okay. It's just not up to the hype that people were putting it at. And also, obviously, the, the company was all the different Keeley shows and all that, all the marketing. I wonder if they also felt the, uh, the since there wasn't a lot of games in the market, they felt that that game would do well because there wasn't much else to buy. I think that was a mm. factor. I also it's think tough. a factor was when they announced the game, EA did not have an answer to it. There was no Dead Space remake imminent right. following yeah. this release. It seemed as though it was going to have the genre and the market to itself. And then EA kind of comes in and says, yo, let's remake Dead Space 1 as <laughs> quick as we can and kind of compete with this game. And they released it. You think Dead Space heard it, huh? Like everyone's like, ah, we'll wait for re Dead Space. It's cool. I heard it for me. Okay, let's say Callisto comes out, runaway, critical success. Everyone's talking about it, 92 on Metacritic. Mm -hmm. Does it get close? Does it hit that expectation? Five close. million or by now? Close. Yeah. Yep. Close, but no. Okay. But it'd be, Closer. It'd, Maybe another million, million and a half on top of the two million figure. It would be, an, okay. if it's a 90 something, it'd be in a lot better spot because people yeah. were looking for stuff to buy on their PS5. I mean, after Ragnarok and stuff like that. So visually it does look really good. If you're trying to see what your PS5 can do or your Xbox, this is a game you can throw up there. But part of it too, like no, they missed Black Friday too. Yeah, so that's, like that's true. also not good to launch it afterwards like that. Evan, we have Discord questions left. Who on this podcast has played Chain Echoes and what are your thoughts on the game? OJ's probably played more of it than I have. I haven't had a chance to play as much of it, uh, but right. I do want to show for the record that Sean made fun of me for including that in my December games to watch out for video. Go ahead, OJ. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll do <laughs> it. Chain Echoes <laughs> is phenomenal. It's a great game. Remember, guys? Sean game pass. Callisto Protocol, that bum-ass game. Yeah, good Chain game. Echoes, 90-something like rated. Made in the modern era. I've never heard of Chain Echoes. 90, aren't you RGT Retro Gaming, too? No. <laughs> Fuck Retro. <laughs> Watch the channel. Don't <laughs> you like TMNT? That's a retro-inspired game, too. That's good, though. It's oh, a good oh, game. That's good, though. You never played it. Anyway, moving on to people that played the game it's fantastic chain echoes is a fantastic game it's really good uh yeah chain, yeah from what i've played it's just like two hours of it it's it was it, it looks like a callback to the old school 16-bit era yeah. for jrpgs if, if you like like chrono trigger secret of mana games like that this this game's right up your alley it's 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 great and like i said the fact that it was only made by like one dude is like the most impressive thing like really good and hey like i said it's on game pass if you just want to try it yep just go download it I'll, see what you think a lot of the people in my chat were like, I'm going to try it out on Game Pass. And they're like, yo, thank you for letting me know like about this game because you can get, you can just play it right there on Game Pass. That's where Game Pass is awesome. You know, to play a game like this that doesn't get that type of promotion and it's just right there for you to download and play. This, you know? is, a, this is a good one for the cloud as well because it's, it's just turn-based. So if you just want to fire it up like now and just, you know, I'll try it and see what happens. And then you can go from there. So you don't have to install it. Game Pass is looking kind of it's looking kind of dope now because you got Persona coming out too. So you got Chain Echoes and you got Persona Three and Persona Four coming. Mm -hmm. out. So well, yeah, that that's, changes that's, Game Pass completely. They're filling. Hey, a lot of Persona on there. Persona's for RPG good. fans, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> late because Persona Three and Persona Four are two of the greatest RPGs of all time. So this changes everything. I was just saying, it looks kind of lit. That's all I said. So. Yeah, but <laughs> don't forget Pentiment. And yep. Pentiment is great. That's, I've, that's what I've said. I've heard. I've heard. The pentiment is just absurd. <laughs> Where did I say something wrong? Where did I say something wrong? I said it was there. Am I wrong? Is that, a, is, that a, is that a lying attention. statement? It no. is a hidden gem. 
And I believe it won Game of the Year from some outlet. <laughs> <laughs> who gave it Game of the Year? I don't remember who it was. <laughs> Maybe Rand remembers. Uh, I can't remember the, the site, though. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Comicbook.com? Was that Screen it? Rant. Screen Rant. I think it was Screen yeah, Rant. Yeah, it was right? Screen Rant. They gave it. Screen Rant. Rant. <laughs> that was close. Uh, good times. Good uh, times. Hey, Josh Sawyer deserves more respect in this industry. He is an industry legend. He has crafted some of the best games in the modern era. I just heard of him right now. Well, <laughs> you've been living under a rock then. That's no, my name's not Patrick. You guys are hyping up a flip book. One more, one more Discord. Okay, hit us with the last Discord question, Evan. <laughs> so just, just gonna read this one. Why does it seem every industry, specifically software development related, seem to have learned to work around the issues the pandemic brought, yet we still see games studios using COVID as an excuse for delays and bad quality work? It doesn't happen on other media anymore. Why is it still happening in the video game industry? It is happening in other media. Yeah. 2023 is the first year that we're going to start seeing the effects of more stuff coming out because of all the delays. There's more games this year. There's more movies this year. Everything is finally happening now. Bro, I can barely afford eggs, okay? So I mean, some some games listen. take six years to make, so it's uh, think about <laughs> six years ago right now, and they were just like, you know what? Let's start developing that game. Bro, I gotta, I gotta choose if I want to spend $70 on a game or $70 on freaking bacon, okay? That's a lot I of mean, bacon. this is a tough choice. Would you, would you rather have unlimited bacon and no games or unlimited games yes. and no bacon? Mm. Unlimited bacon, hands fucking down. If it's turkey bacon, yes. Yes. Sign hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa. There's, there's no stipulations. The question is bacon or games. Oh, okay, turkey bacon. bacon. Turkey yes. bacon's its own separate thing. You can have turkey bacon, bacon whenever you want. I'm saying bacon, Jordan. Bacon. You're going, you're going full bacon? <laughs> Full bacon. Have, Got it, Kevin. Yeah. Unlimited Canadian always... bacon? No. <laughs> no I'm 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 talk, it's regular bacon. Any no. other sub, sub Mexican bacon? Talking Midwest bacon. See, now, now, you're, now you're making the question. Smoke. You're overthinking it. You're overthinking it. You generalize. It's a, it's a simple question. Bacon. There's no, it's different a, types of bacon. Right, but I'm talking just your classic bacon. All right. Bacon's, but if I'm from Canada, my it's classic a different bacon thing. would be Canadian Listen, bacon. Are you from but Canada? are you from Canada? What if I prefer Canadian bacon? But that's not the <laughs> question. No one, no one prefers Canadian bacon. Homer I, I prefer turkey bacon. <laughs> I do. I do. I do have one more thing. Very quickly, I wanted to ask Rand about. It was one I threw in at the end because I knew he's coming on. He's the man with a million, right? Bacon or games, right? Big, yeah. big time. Bacon. Big. Oh, okay. Oh my God, that's crazy. Rand's from the Midwest. He knows what's up. Yeah, a lot of bacon. The man with a million bacon. Ask me big, a question, John. Big, really into the achievements for Xbox, all of this, right, Rand? I, I can assume yes. that was. Whoa, what happened? Was. Whoa. I retell, well, I mean, now he's got big. Go ahead, ask your question. Ask well, your question. okay, so this was brought up by over, over on Twitter by Frederick, and I think get people talking a lot about the idea of achievements and trophies in general and how they've how they've been for the last, I didn't say 10 to 15 years, I guess 10 years or so, um, but. They said achievements trophies have been bad for gaming. It narrows games down. It disrupts and diverts attention and it eats resources that could have made the game better. Now they did go on to, to kind of, uh, I, I guess, explain this a bit more. Cause on Twitter, you only have I mean, so many letters you can put into a tweet, but essentially, Hey, achievements haven't really changed much. And it's kind of a one size fits all setup for any game that comes out. Like you have so many achievements, there's a platinum, there's a thousand gamer score, and you'll divvy up bronze, 
silver, gold trophies, or with Xbox, you come up with different increments of points that you give for tasks in the game. So you kind of go in knowing, okay, maybe there's a hard mode trophy. Maybe there's uh, 20 achievement points for getting the the 10 tapes that are sprawled around this area, those sorts of things, right? And I did think about it a little bit because we did we have seen Sony do the PlayStation Star stuff, but achievements and trophies have been kind of stagnant for since they were introduced mostly so it is that is that something you've felt at all rand with your the million gamer yeah. score that you have yeah of course because you know when you go through the entire 360 gen and you pretty much see all the same achievement lists for hey collect all the collectibles or beat it on this difficulty or do these sort of things and it was fun at first uh experiencing new games or trying to play games differently um, eventually, like anything, it sort of loses its luster, I guess. Uh, and then you have companies take advantage of it. I'm sure you guys know about those, uh, really easy games on the PlayStation store with all those stacks. Xbox has its own problem with these, some of these developers releasing just games. You could get all the thousand gamers score in five minutes. It basically becomes so trivial and it's more about like mm -hmm. acquiring the porn as it is about the games. Um, I don't agree with the developer uh at all um like but i do feel they've been stagnant for way too long on both sides okay and i'm not sure it could ever change because what could you really do how could you really mm. change like if xbox decided to let's say start over with achievements people right. would bitch yeah because well, yeah. it's like well, what do you mean i'm losing all my achievements in my gamer score like it would be a non-starter same with playstation so you're sort of stuck in that formula and developers probably are, I wouldn't say maybe they're sick of it, but they're just, it's not a priority for them. Yeah, because you get, you get so the guys they're that just phone it give, in for like chapters but yeah. during games and that's your only achievement. That yeah, like Lisa Protocol's achievements were just beat this chapter, get yeah. to this part, whatever, use this a certain amount of times and beat the game on the hardest difficulty and you're done. I, I don't really see how it really took anything away from making the game better. I, I mean, I'm not a developer, but, you know, MVG is, and he, he I mean, MVG, do you think that's true? Did it, re like, achievements take away from, no. you know, making a game as good as possible? No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I've, I've worked on achievements and trophies um, for games, and I will say that it's one of those things where no one really wants to do them. You know, it's like, it's one of those things you do at the end of the game. Uh, I mean, you kind of think about what kind of achievements you're going to make during development but it's kind of one of the last things that you do at the end um and then there's you know you got to take the time to test them all right and you got to make sure that even like the platinums unlock and all that stuff so there's there's quite a bit of you know stuff that goes into it but i don't think it takes away from the game at all i i think it's i mean i've always liked achievements and trophies in video games and i think i, I honestly i don't think they should really change the model of them but i do also get your point rand and that is a lot of games just follow the same formula because i mean it's it's easy just to slap you know 20 achievements in a game and then you know push it out but uh, no i think it's um i think it's fine i i like them and i don't want to see them go away personally well if it encourages people to put more hours into a game to accomplish it like wouldn't that be the goal is to to give someone even if it's not necessarily a good reason, just a reason to play your game more than they probably would, than just like a like a run through and done. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, for sure. Like, and also, what the... you want is more hours, more report time. I mean, Rand, is it fair to say that, like, obviously, at some point, especially during the 360 days, you were like 
trying to just 100 percent or get, yeah. unlock all the achievements for every single game you could and probably these days and i don't i don't know how you play these days but i'm guessing these days you don't really do that as much you just want to nope. experience the game well because at some point uh, you know during the 360 days i was i was like i want to i want to play as many games as possible i was even playing genres i didn't like like racing games and i discovered i love arcade racers right yeah. um but eventually the achievements sort of became a commodity that game developers are using to sell their games and yeah. then these really easy games started to show up where you could get all the achievements really fast without any work. And that sort of cheapened the experience that I used to get uh, by completing these games. Yes, even though I would play stuff like Hannah Montana and Barbie's Puppy Adventures and the 360 you era. You haven't played Zelda games, but you've played. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Okay, but in my defense, like I was in my defense back then, I was like top 20 in the world. So like I had a goal and my goal was to be in like top five you by the time nerd, kid. I, I'm sorry. Then I, oh, look, I'm sorry, OJ. I'm sorry. Click, but I, just, to me. I don't care if you waste your time. Because, 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 because you're the Nintendo guy. OJ knows I Nintendo doesn't mean anything to me. I'm sorry. I didn't really work with Nintendo. So like Zelda doesn't mean anything to me. Right, so Adam Montana, right? I had achievement points. Hey, man, have fun. I had honestly fun. I had fun getting those achievements. I honestly don't give a shit how people waste their time. If you want, I had you played Sword and Shield, though. Sword and Shield, and Sword and Shield is one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. That's pretty bad. They're gonna come for you, man. I'm not exaggerating when I say that. It's literally one of the worst games I've ever had the pleasure, this pleasure of playing ever. They're gonna come for you. What about I don't Avatar care. on the 360? Like Sword and People shit on Sword and Shield like daily and then like buy the game. Right? I would rather play <laughs> Hannah Montana again than play another Pokemon game. Wow. What, did you, actually, what did you do I, in the Hannah Montana game anyway? I don't, yeah. I'm trying to envision really how remember. you caught them all. Okay. All right, go ahead, Clay. I really remember. <laughs> Sorry, Clay, go ahead. No, what, I, no, I, I had to get to the bottom of what exactly made up a Hannah Montana game because I just cannot well, yeah, think what of what Yeah, what were the achievements though? Like... I mean, it was just basically just like beat, the, beat the game. Wig. Oh, okay. Yeah, beat the game. Oh. I mean, hell, I even I even played like all the Connect games. Like, I literally had to. Oh man. I, there was wow. literally like a a, a door explorer game. Well, no, I did because I had to get all the I had to get all the Wait, achievements. But bro. you didn't have to. But I did have to. But you did. Well, uh, I didn't have to. I literally. This is when I, I hit rock. You wanted bottom. to play that Dora game. Look, just admit I, it. I hit rock bottom. It was like a it was like a Dora Explorer like dancing game where there was a double fine Sesame Street game where you needed two oh, people and you couldn't full connect. So I literally had to pay my sisters uh, like twenty bucks to play <laughs> these games with me. And I just remember sitting there like they're looking at me and I'm looking at them and like. This is the lowest point of my life. <laughs> but that's but that's fine. I, you know, I, I got the million. I did it in top five. I got flown out to eat. Well, I didn't get flown out. I went to E3. I met Phil Spencer. I met Phil Spencer because of the million, became friends with him. So, like, it all worked out in the end. And then eventually I grew sick of it because of how the way it was treated and how it's basically what well, it was always meaningless. But now it's even more meaningless. Um, and I don't, yeah, I don't, when I play a game now, it's like, if I get them great, if I don't, whatever. You I know? have a question for you. Sure. Your, your achievement score or unlimited uh. bacon? <laughs> if you would have asked me years ago, I would have said my achievement score. 
But now you'd, but, you'd give up the million but, plus for but Bacon. Not, I'm not as attached to it now but, as but, I used to be. But we're talking like turn back time. Like you never meet oh. any of these people. Yeah, you, you just... can't. You can't. You just get Bacon now. Uh, bacon. My gamer score then. But now if you keep the gamer score, you have n no Bacon forever. You That's, can't have Bacon. I, I can live without Bacon. I you guess. can live without Bacon? I could live without Bacon. And you I can't live without your gamer score? I couldn't live without Barbie Puppies Adventures on there my gamer go. card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me, uh, I have some Super Chats to finish up here. We are going to go to, Sean, you have your after show rolling in a bit. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll go to yeah. that afterwards. So let me, uh, let me go through these Super Chats and we'll do some outros. El Comanche says, hey, all first time catching you live. Much love to you all. Here's a blessed 2023 for you. John, please give me a Saturn Tech Wave, please. People have asked for that, and I, I will look into a Sega Saturn. I actually have one that I ordered that, that I, I was going to use it for. It's oh, me. It's, okay. it's a, Talk about the planet. And no, and it's, it's actually a Sega Saturn from Japan that I was going to uh, change the BIOS chip out and make it region-free. So. You well, just see an action replay cartridge. You don't need to do that. Yeah, but that, that's not as fun. <laughs> yeah, but it's easier. Yeah, but I can also burn the BIOS chip myself. So I don't have to order that. I can do it all like here because I have a I have an EEPROM burner and everything for it. Is twenty twenty three the year for gaming or another wash? I think twenty twenty three is going to be pretty good for gaming. Mm -hmm. It's the beginning of this year is stacked. Yeah, I'm like, excited. It's absolutely stacked. Shinru says, "Can eight bit dough make a PlayStation controller, please?" We'll see. Cristobal says it's a great night because the full spawn cast was together on here for a bit tonight, plus a guest and the Niners won. Anyone play Chained Echoes? We, yeah, we, we actually just talked about Chained Echoes, Cristobal. Chained and Echoes, uh, yeah. I will say uh, Nate and Sean told me that the Geno Smith was going to light up the 49ers and win. Nate, I, ha I have that. I have that on record. I have the, this, I have this that, guy. I have this guy was silent until about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter because yeah, the game was. was too close for him to say anything. You know, and then do you know why? All do you know of a sudden, a non, a non call hold on DK oh, Metcalf, that leads to a oh, fumble, my. that leads to an immediate touchdown. All of a sudden, oh, he gets God. a little arrogant. They and the fumble. The all game. They were running up and down the field all game. Stop it. They couldn't stop him on defense all game. Cut the cap. Do you know why? Do you know why I'd, I, I try to stay off social media when the when the 49 is playing in those kind of games? Because I said something when they were up by 10 against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, and there was 10 minutes left, and then they lost. So I'm like, you yeah, know what? When, we, when playoffs hit, I'm going to be real careful you about guys, what I'm doing. You guys yeah. all knew Gino was gonna Gino at some point, and he Gino. He played so, well in the first half. He yeah, Gino yeah. though. He Gino. I don't know who Gino is. Gino from from Super <laughs> Mario RPG. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. <laughs> Steven says got a Series X for Christmas, so I got a 4K TV only to find out it wasn't 120 hertz. Now I got to get a new TV. Tips on getting the most out of the Series X. You want VRR support as well. That 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 is that's yeah. pretty pretty important yeah I mean, lg is lg is making mm -hmm. some good gaming tvs right now so i would look to them mm -hmm. that's what i would recommend sweet. yeah ruffle says just finished scarlet and i understand why folks were shocked by the ending by the way fringe what's your take on the possible connection between kilos and Pede Pedalo uh, due to uh, the area Pal zero Paldea. i you know what i see these words on the screen as i'm playing it Kalos, and I, I i don't yeah. oh they just they just said yeah and i don't i don't yeah, say Kalos, it out loud Kalos, okay due to the, oh, due to the kilos three three k years old guy i don't know it really did depend i wasn't going to talk about the end of scarlet and violet because game freak needs help so i'm sorry yeah, i don't have i don't have uh too many opinions on it they, they got a bit they got a bit out there towards the end of Scarlet and Violet, but uh, it was different. It's different. I'll say that. 
Yeah, sure. It's shockingly Pokemon. interesting for Pokemon. I did not expect them to. Did voice acting come in at the end? Do that. No, <laughs> you better believe it didn't. <laughs> Rickett says Immortals Phoenix Rising better than recent Assassin's Creed. Uh, I don't know about Phoenix that, but, it's a good good, game. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they obviously there's a lot more money put into Valhalla. So Disruptor says, I think Ubisoft Star Wars game might be the game that would be the deciding factor in the company's future of redemption or failure. I would, yeah, the I would say yes. The only. You say Mandalorian. You say Mandalorian? I, I thought it was just an open is world. Is that the Ubisoft one? Is it the Star Wars 13th coming Le- back? You're leaking something there? What's going on? Yeah, whoa, hold on, Nate. Yeah. That. Is it the Mandalorian? Uh, Idle Sloth, let's go. Yeah, Sloth <laughs> it, tweet it. I, I want to say it would, but it's not their IP. They need an original IP to go crazy to, to, to do well. Austin says, did you guys see that PS6 article that got out? I did not. I will... I will look. I can't imagine there's a lot of substantial information in it, but I'll look. I haven't even uh, played a PS5 game. Snowbo says that <laughs> the people are still waiting on RGT to do a playthrough of Quest 64, the greatest game ever made. Make it happen. I hate that game. <laughs> South Coast says, please do not buy games with $70 <laughs> release after a release is proving the patient gamers get rewarded the most. Also, Star Wolf and Star Fox 64 for the best false fight. Then Retro says, great show, guys. As always, greets from Ayer. Shout out especially to MVG for his great videos. Amiga, uh, if you know, you know. I know, buddy. I know. Or nor. Let me Do you know. go around here. I'm going to double check Streamlabs as well. Oh, uh, Malice says, trophies more exciting like plats versus game score. Oh, like plats versus. Oh, oh, what's more exciting? What's more number exciting? of platinum trophies versus oh, the actual gamer score? I'm gamer guessing. Score. I mean, the gamer score is pretty quick to look at and be like, okay, that's a lot or that's not a lot kind of thing. Whereas trophies got to go through how many bronze, silver, gold, and then platinum. I don't care as much about the thousand or the platinum most times. If I get it while I'm going through the game, I get it. That's kind of where I am with it. How do you just conveniently get a platinum? I don't know. I, you know, I almost got it by, I don't say by accident because I played through the game, but with Ratchet and Clank, I only needed two more trophies. And one of them was turning the TV on in, in the layer, their layer, and I forgot to do it. So I was like, oh, I, mean, I guess. Do you look <laughs> at the list? Do you look at the list and then do? Sometimes I beat the game and I look and I'm like, how many trophies did I get? And then it's like, you did 95%. And I will see other 5%. So other times, like, you got 50%. And then I'm just like, all right. I'm I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> nice. No, move on. That's me with every game. Oni says games need avatar awards on Xbox again. Poor avatar is hidden in the back of your dashboard. Randall Thor, where can everyone find you? Playing Hannah Montana. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not playing on my Nintendo Switch. Uh, that's where they can find me. No, you can find me at YouTube.com/RandallThor19, where you know me and Jez do the Xbox Two podcast every Friday. Um, if you want to hear any sort of uh, Xbox news or my takes on that stuff, I'll put out some videos. You got to follow there. Rand for the Xbox talk. All right. The podcast they have there is good. Puts out the videos covering all the stuff. Definitely check them yeah. out. My number check one source for the Xbox stuff. I'm always love the love the podcast. It's great, guys. Thanks. I want to check Streamlabs real quick. JR said, hey, guys, what do you guys think when you look at Famitsu Media create sales and how big titles on PS4 or 5 struggle to match sales of big titles on the Switch? I would say that Japan is basically just Switch territory. It's been like that for a long, long time. So yeah, it's just, it's, we look at it, we go, yep, there's the Switch. Hundreds of thousand systems, about right. <laughs> yeah, that's just how it is. That's how the market's been in Japan for yeah, it's, it's not even surprised. Like, I guess when the Switch first came out, it was like, wow, look at all these. Now it's like, 
it's weird if it's not a top 10 switch sweep now is kind of how it is is when you look at the charts final fantasy is coming out though so that oh yeah yeah cool. i like gran turismo was up there this past week and it's i think it's because the bundles that were on yeah. shelves but mm -hmm. otherwise it's kind of weird to, to see a breakup of the top 10 so uh liam says i didn't realize my questions about the next smash and EU switch cartridges on Nate's last episode was started debate about backwards compatibility on the next switch to be clear. MVG didn't roll it out, but I'm still a little nervous about it now. Yeah. That was going to be a long conversation either way. So I think, I think MVG will throw his two cents in at some point in a video and then we can go from there. Look what uh, you started. So keep an eye out for that. Let me go to OJ though. Where can everyone find you? Yeah. Right here on YouTube player. Since I got some cool videos coming up persona and um, also one piece and all the RPG stuff, all the action game stuff. Uh, that's coming up uh, fire emblem engage as well that's going to be huge so i'll be covering that i did buy one it. piece i did buy one piece i have it yeah 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 well i got one piece sent to me so i'll definitely uh be checking that out and like i said persona and all that so if you're into that check out the channel uh, action games and stuff and uh yeah i stream pretty much daily so you can also catch my streams as well so thanks for having me on i appreciate it adam says if the dead space remake comes out of the gate swinging and ends up doing very good how fast do you think ea will green light a remake of dead space 2 they're probably already thinking about it anyway. I think they're looking at the Resident Evil remakes and going, yeah, we, we, we could do exactly. that. Exactly, exactly. Zex says, thanks for the stream. By the way, should I play the Last of Us game first before watching the series or what? I think you do either way. I mean, the, the series will be a lot easier to just go through and binge while you're doing other things even, but. It's gonna ruin it though. It's gonna ruin the game experience for you kind of like, cause like it follows it yeah, pretty close kinda. to the T, right? I guess so. kinda, yeah. I always say like do it in launch order. The game came out first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me go to uh, let me go to click miss click where can everyone find you yeah thanks for having me um happy to kick the hornet's nest tonight um i'm still standing by my avatar statement that it was <laughs> just okay um you can find me where i'll, I'll probably talk about it again on monday at uh, twitch.tv slash miss click underscore live um i think you. we're we're getting back evan you're banned you're banned you're not allowed to chat anymore he's gonna come in and to be my like burner mm, accounts like your kid I'm gonna freaking give birth to my challenge and be like, mm, I don't like it. Mm, the head shape's not right for me. It? Mm -mm. No. Definitely referring to it as an it. Bro, like, mm, mm, not that a boy. thing. Don't that like it. Baby thingy. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, then you can find me. Well, we're gonna be we're gonna get back into God of War this week because I have been just dying not being able to play it. And then uh, yeah, you can find me on the rest of social media, um, pissing people off, I guess, at just misclick. So, Michael says you all rock the party. Thank you, Michael. Austin says because of the accusation, they found documents of the PS6 supposedly being around twenty twenty seven. Oh, that's an internal document yeah. that they had redacted. Was it inside yeah. somebody's garage? What was it? Let <laughs> <laughs> me go over to Jordan Fringe. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. You can find me on my YouTube channels, Jordan Fringe and Jordan Fringe Gaming. Got a really big year planned. Uh, we just hit 500,000 subscribers. So thank you for all the support on the, on the content. It really means a lot. And I uh, appreciate you all. Thanks for having me. Uh, let's see. It's from devil says thank you for making a full house streaming guys also thanks for joining today rand uh let me have let's see let me go to nate the hate yes you can find me on youtube at nate the hate and on twitter at nate the hate followed by the number two right now we have an xbox 2023 predictions video up where we discuss the gears of war collection scale bound hmm Persona 6 potentially coming to the Xbox now that the rest of the series has found its way to Game Pass. 
and we will have a new episode next week unsure on the day still trying to schedule a recording time would you describe scalebound as unthinkable i would like describe an unthinkable it as revival gives a shit unthinkable Ooh. i'm trying to think of adjectives and or, or ways to describe it i should say ways to describe it i would describe it as this rumor pops up every other year and then it ends up just being a fossil okay juice juice man vaughn says randall thor why xbox gamers deserve less sad oh face. no <laughs> thanks for uh, donating money to john yeah. by the way you can find me on twitter kimrix project uh also i made merch for this whole show we're doing here I mean, don't buy it it looks like shit yeah it's not I hate it. it's not great it's okay at best. Uh, the full art for it's on Twitter because I know people said the resolution was not great for the mm, that mm, stuff. Mm. And uh, trying to resurrect my channel as a tabletop thing, but that probably happened Friday, so I'm not going to worry about it today. Okay. How come I'm God on the t-shirt? You say that, but there's a possibility that you're an AI programmed by MVG who has you <laughs> on his phone. What now, image. bitch? Right, I'm <laughs> also edge. in the sky. I'm looking yeah. down on everyone. Like you're in my world. Yeah. So, so maybe MVG, it, maybe it's MVG. You're MVG dropping a virus in the into the universe. Yeah, and I am the. Uh, you don't come back from that. One, Nate. Stop talking. You talking? You don't, not no no MVG one. Just take no. the L. <laughs> and and then Sean, mm. you're you're doing your your uh, after show. Where can everyone find you there? You back on smoking, bro? No, I need to be. RGT Live and Extras is the channel name. I don't feel like putting a channel link. And it's going to probably be a short show. Yeah, we went a little longer here. short shit show. I won't be there. Apologies to Sean. Okay, super short shit show. Thanks for everyone for joining us. Appreciate coming out. Thanks to Ran for joining us tonight as well. Make sure you guys check him out. He is linked down below in the description. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then. Listen to the predictions and find out. Now, would you rather have unlimited games or unlimited?